Welcome back to another episode of Coming Off the Bench. Uh, it's a great episode. We got a lot to talk about mm-hmm. today. I'm excited. Um, Same. We are going to start off with uh, throwing some darts first. We'll get to that in a second. Um, <laughs> then we are going to go and go back in time and yep. relive our predictions of this football season. We're going to look at... There's probably going to be more horrors than... Yes. Always. Good things, but yeah. you know... You can find a diamond in the rough somewhere. Yep, yep. I'm sure we're right on some things. And so we are going to go back in time and, and look at that. And then um, we're also going to give our predictions for award winners, um, yep. which, spoiler alert, I don't think it was that hard. Not this year. Um, but maybe we'll disagree on some. I think last year we didn't disagree on just about anything. Yeah, no. Um, and so, and then we're going to go into our playoff brackets for the NFL this year. Um, <laughs> Juicy. And predict all the way to the Super Bowl who's going to win. And so uh, that's what you have in store. Um, Let's start off. I told you I was going to fire some darts. So we're going to start off with some darts here. Uh, This is a good friend of mine. Um, You guys have heard him on the podcast before. He's an avid listener. He does not know I'm doing this. And, uh, but I am. (laughs) Uh, His name is Jeremiah Raider. And uh, this is a take that he had said in the beginning of this football season before Mm -hmm. it started. And uh, in response to my take, um, to which the Minnesota Vikings would win the NFC North. And so uh, let's just uh, take a listen here. It's about two minutes long, so it, it's it's two minutes of goodness. Thing. Sean, I love you, dude, but you're off base on this one, dude. Like, as a Packers fan, I love seeing Kirk Cousins on the Vikings. You know why? Because he doesn't win big games. He kind of has a little bit in common with uh, Aaron Rodgers. Yikes. Uh, he doesn't put up anything in prime time he doesn't come through clutch in big games big moments at all so as as someone who sees Kirk Cousins twice a year for the past however many years three four years whatever it's been I don't expect or anticipate Cousins making those plays I don't anticipate or expect Kirk Cousins to make that one game-changing play where he just Mm drops a dime on a receiver I don't think he's that guy I don't I think you could do a lot worse than Kirk Cousins but I don't think he's a game-changing quarterback I don't think he's a guy who's going to go out there and win the game for you um you know you can you can mm-hmm. think he could become that guy you can- just to be clear let's pause here <laughs> by the way Jeremiah I love you and I'm toying with you because I love you by the way Jeremiah at the beginning of this year he's totally right yep he's not wrong he, he's totally right mm-hmm. um and uh but just to point out kirk cousin primetime games though still he still right still got him on that yep and even most games too yeah like even that that game against buffalo with the catch oh my goodness was it buffalo yep he just threw it up there yeah justin jefferson it wasn't a great throw but nonetheless the stats so kirk cousins led the league this year in game-winning drives with eight second place had five Hmm. and so he was making those plays, whether it was one-handed catches by <laughs> Justin Jefferson or whatever it was. Um, but just that Je- Jeremiah here does know what he's talking about. Yes, he does. I love his takes. We've had him on this podcast before. I'm toying with him because it's fun. And <laughs> obviously the Minnesota Vikings uh, won the NFC North. So let's continue listening here. I wish he could become that guy. But at the end of the day, you are kind of who you are. And he has a track record. He's shown us who he is. I don't remember exactly what it is, but his record in big-time games, primetime playoffs, is pretty terrible. So, 
we know who the dude is. Um, I know you went through the schedule and you did all your picks and everything, and that, that's fine. I mean, you know, that's cool. That's <laughs> fun. But there is no way Kirk Cousins leads the Minnesota Vikings to a division title. Oh, juicy. No chance. <laughs> no chance. You know what? Book that. There, Minnesota Vikings will not win the division. They might be a wild card team. I picked them to make the playoffs this year as a wild card, but ain't no way those boys are winning the division. I didn't realize it was a book yet. That's good. It was wow. A yep. <laughs> Hence why I'm playing it right here. Um, the other person I will gladly throw under the bus along with Jeremiah is Chris Beniquez. All Talks of Life. Go check out his podcast if you want. Um, <clears throat> he also debated with me pretty much a whole day on why the Minnesota Vikings were not going to win this division. I got beat up pretty bad mm-hmm. about that take. Yep. More so than I thought, by the way. I mean, that team was loaded with skill position players. I did not think I was going to face much, not criticism, I don't want to say, but pushback on that. But it, it's the Aaron Rodgers versus Kirk Cousins thing. Yeah. That's and, what it is. And, uh, you know, Chris push back on it saying that they you know my, my whole thing this is my whole thing at the beginning of the year with that vikings take just to kind of clarify and take us back in time which i think i said on the podcast but maybe i didn't um but my whole reason why i picked them to win that division was because they got a new coach which was kevin o'connell coming in with an offensive minded brain mm-hmm. i guess coaching style as opposed to mike zimmer who was defensive this team was built on offense like the skill positions yeah. all the all the great players are on offense, not defense. And so to mm-hmm. have a defensive guy just doesn't mesh well. And so hence why they were always underachieving given That's the true. talent. So I'm like, okay, now they get Kevin O'Connell, the offensive guy. We look back, you know, at the transition between Chip Kelly to Doug Peterson, um, mm-hmm. what uh, Carson Wentz and the Philadelphia Eagles took a leap, um, yep. even to the point of where they won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, I'm not saying that. I think well, actually, I'm not going to clarify where I go uh, with the Vikings <laughs> when they will lose, but um, we'll, we'll stay, save that for later. But bottom line, I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl. Yep. Um, and, you know, look at the L.A. Rams who brought in Sean McVay and what happened after they fired Jeff Fisher, brought in McVay. Jared Goff takes a leap, and suddenly they go to the Super Bowl as well against the Patriots way back when, lose, but now they ended up winning a Super Bowl with, right. with Stafford and whatnot. And so there, and, and there's more teams than that, like team after team after team of people who, you know, the Bengals last year, mm-hmm. you know, bring in Zach Taylor, bring in Burrow, and they're able to turn around in a year. And the, 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 what they did, all of those teams did well, is they learned how to win games. And so the Vikings, mm-hmm. if you went back to last year, the Vikings lost a lot of really close games. I think that, okay, maybe I shouldn't say that. You could almost quote me. Um, I don't know if I'm 100% right here, but they, I think, were most in the league for games lost by three or less points and last year. Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, if this team can tidy it up and win these close games, pull out these close ones with this new coach, you know, they could make a run and, and, and really win this division is my point. Mm-hmm. Um, and what did they do? They did nothing all year. And I'm not saying that I predicted it to go spot on like this, but honestly, I almost could not have been more right <laughs> because they literally did nothing but win these close games. On literally, this- their point differential this year is negative three. Right. And how many how many times did they win games that were literally by like no because yeah and they lost a couple games by like thirty points yeah and so the point differential yeah it was awful Um, it's true but there were so many games when they were down and they pulled it out at the end with whether game winning field goals game winning Mm -hmm. touchdowns things like that 
all year long, they learned how to win the close games. And when you learn how to do that and you can turn your season around, they weren't, honestly, the Vikings won, what, 13 games this year? Yep. Right? 13 games. They are not as good of a 13. They're probably the worst 13-win team in NFL history. <laughs> probably. Like, if we look back at every 13-win or more team in NFL history, they're probably the worst. So they're not a great team, but they, they won the close ones. games. Yep. Same thing with the Giants. The Giants are not a great team. Mm -hmm. But they won the close ones. And that so. it's gonna be a great matchup. Yeah, it is. Yep. <laughs> Who wants to lose more? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Chris, you're getting thrown right on under that bus. I'll back up, run it over again. And so I, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm living high on that horse. Um, but let's get into it. So, in the beginning of the season, we did our freezing cold hot takes. You, anybody who remembers, we did an ice bucket challenge. Sure they do. Yep, I lost. <laughs> so, I, I lost a bet for with Trenton yep. that I booked the Miami Heat to make it into, the, it into the championship, yep. and they did not. They lost in game seven versus the Boston Celtics. So, I did an ice bucket challenge, and Sean was a bestie and joined me in the freezing cold still regret. kind of yep. joined me in the freezing cold yeah kind of <laughs> uh, that's fair i'm not gonna push back on that right. so our first ones i'll, I'll go over what my first hot take was mm -hmm. kenny pickett was gonna start game four this year against the jets i'll give myself a half point because that's when he came in he came in that game he did not start it but that was the start of kenny pickett so I'll give myself yep. a half point for yep. that one. I give it to you. And we, ah, we celebrated you when he you did. Thank you. He did yep. start. Same with our Marco Polo group. They did. Yep. They did also did. celebrate we did. me as well. I, I call so it I just want to. All right. So I'll, I'll take that win. Yep. Take it. Uh, my other one, which I just want to flush down the potty right now. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the AFC West, everybody was going to have double digit wins. <laughs> that Way was. Done terrible thank you broncos uh for being terrible this year um let's see how many teams actually had double digit wins two two uh did the two okay the chargers the chargers got okay. their 10th okay. or got win number 10 and las vegas was terrible this year and the broncos were terrible this year oh, I love that it. was the most disappointing thing of the season <laughs> in my opinion that division right there yep I mean, it's hard to argue that, too. They were supposed to be the best thing of the year. Yes, absolutely. They were arguably the worst. And guess which I, division I, was probably one of the better ones? The NFC East. Who would have NFC, thunk? Yeah, yep, yeah, nobody thought that. So that was my two. And my other one was that the Cowboys were not going to make the playoffs, and they did, for sure. Oh. So I went. Since you guys gave it to me, I'm one for two. Well, one for three. Sorry. How does that feel that the, you got it wrong on the uh, Cowgirls? I mean... It is a bummer. It is a bummer. I was hoping they would not make the playoffs, but it was pretty juicy to see them lose to the Washington Commanders. Yeah, that was all, and they started all their starters. So like, that was that was really juicy. They're much better than that, though. It, they are it much was better. Surprise, but they're a much better team than that. But they get they get a a, a Tom Brady in Tampa. So no. By the way, that's the only team worse, I think. Yes. Than the AFC West. The. A Oh, yep. It's true. AFC South, maybe. Yeah, AFC South would have been worse as well. But yeah. who would have thought that they would have been one of the worst divisions of football? Like, <laughs> nobody would have predicted nope, that. Not at all. And 
we talked all year or all, all season leading up to it of how many good quarterbacks are in this league. Yeah. And really, there's now only three, maybe four elite ones. If you count Jalen Hurts in there. Yeah. Some are not. I would not put him in that category quite yet. I agree. Um, there is, there is some. There's a lot of room for growth. Mm-hmm. Um, you, I mean, if anybody that watched the Giants game, I don't know if there was really point to watch it, but I ended up watching it, obviously because it's my team. <laughs> but when you watch that game, if he does not run, he's not in the elite quarterback. Mm. Basically, that whole game, they were. I'm assuming they were telling him, "Do not get hit, go down." Do not do anything stupid. So he didn't run very much. Oh no! Like th- so, there was a third. It was a third and, or s- sorry, second and two play, and he was scrambling, and he ran around, and basically he could have ran straight and got a got a first down, but he ran parallel, and then just dropped. dropped. Never in my life saw Jalen Hurst just drop like slide down, mm. and he picked up no game. There was no yards that he picked up. Wow! So like yeah, whether his shoulder is that hurt or whatever. Yep. But my guess is that do not get hurt this game. Right. Like we need you to win. You're better. You're better than Gardner Minshew. Yes. Just do not get hurt. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I would not put him in the elite category yet. Um, but he took some major steps. He did this year. I was so very I was impressed after so, heckling him all year. Yes. All off season I yep. was. And so. Um, so, so those were my hot takes. I also had another little hot take. This was my. Hot take, quote unquote, number four. I think mm-hmm. so. Can be pretty scary. Yeah. I also have one. I mean, it's another kind Go of hot take. Uh, I think there's going to be two thousand yard receivers on the Eagles. Oh, that's right. Okay. Who are they? Who are they going to be? AJ Brown and Devontae Smith. Really? Ooh, but then there's also well, Goddard. So that's that. I, I see where you're going, and when you only think of Devontae Smith and, and AJ Brown. Brown, maybe, but isn't Goddard? Good for 700, 800 yards? At least, so, yeah. But just there, that's so 2,800 yards. I'm just kidding. Not three. Yeah, either. No, I'm going to go with two. <laughs> okay. No, that's, that's another uh, I would disagree with that. All right. But. <laughs> I just wanted to. I disagreed with it. Oh, I just idiot. Wanted, <laughs> I could have just stayed quiet. I just, wanted, I just wanted to leave it at that. Um, oh, so, I I, and, I thought I was I said something like that. And Goddard got, well, check this out. Goddard got 702 yards in 12 games. He missed. Yeah. Wait, so do the math real quick. Yep. 58.5. 58.5. Times 17. Times 17. 994. (laughs) (laughs) We almost had three. three, If he would have stayed healthy. He could have got there. And... AJ Brown hats off to him. Broke the Eagles. Yep. Receiving uh, yards record. Agreed. He uh, did great. He had fourteen fourteen hundred ninety six yards this year. Yep. Like it's great. And then Devontae Smith, I believe, had twelve hundred. Um, eleven ninety six. Eleven ninety six. Fourteen ninety six and eleven ninety six. Boom. And did uh, did the uh, um, did the Eagles break the sack record? Did they end up breaking it? I probably not. I don't okay. think so. They barely sacked. I was surprised though how they did not sack. Uh, what's whatever the heck? Webb. <laughs> Davis Webb. Davis okay. Webb. Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. Who made it? Made the game actually close. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you yeah. Guys were crazy this year. Four guys in double digit sacks or something crazy Dude, like that. Hassan Reddick, sixteen. Like, 
Sweat uh, had 11. Sweat had 11. And Sweat didn't play. Like, it was, they did great. Like, I, w- I was very impressed with how the, how the team did, like, this year. Interceptions, yeah, wow. So, yeah, you guys did very well. We just need to keep it rolling. Keep it rolling in there. So, those were my hot takes. Yep. My hot takes. Do you, did you remember the mine? I do. I remember a couple. Why don't, you, why three. don't you Why don't you give them me? All right. So, your first one was... Terrible. I know this one. Tyreek Hill is not going to get 1,000 yards. Yeah. He almost doubled <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure he was the very first player to get 1,000 yards. Too. Yep. He was. <laughs> I remember when he got him, and I was like... And he got it quick. He like, did. He got it real fast. 1,710 yards. Unreal. Sheesh. How good that guy is. Yeah. Um, and then your other one was Joe Burrow to win MVP. Yep. Still to be seen. It is still to be seen. But it's not going to happen. Yeah. Sadly, I think it's unlikely. Yep. And then your next, your last one was? Uh, yeah. Did NFC I? North. Yeah, the, the Vikings were going to win the were. AFC North. Okay, so NFC North, yes. Yeah, NFC so, North, so that's, sorry. Okay, so that was it. Yep. I didn't realize if that was the, the that, third one or not. That was your that was your last one. Congratulations. Okay, that was a... Thanks. So you got how many out of three? Out of three, I got one. Got one? And Since got we one. counted the Kenny Pickett one. Yep. Okay, yep. Well, no. You had the 2,000-yard receivers. Well. Oh, yeah, that, that, was that was four. That was a fourth one. I'm not going to give that one to so myself. So you were two of four, and yep. I was one of three, maybe two of three if Burrow wins MVP. Yes. He won't. Mahomes is MVP. But yeah. Sadly. We will get there. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Fun takes. It was good. It was good. Yeah. We got to do that again. What a good year. We will. And we will see. Maybe not in the ice bath this time, though. We should do it before basketball season starts. The real basketball season. That oh, is. yeah. We should do some bold predictions. When the, when the playoffs starts, real basketball. Would you have predicted Donovan Mitchell <laughs> drop 70 points? No. Um, so, no, absolutely not. I would have never predicted that. And the freaking Timberwolves mm-hmm. or got so much more for Rudy Gobert. Yep. When he went where did he go? He went to the Timberwolves. Sorry. Yeah. He they the gave up got, so yeah. much yep. for Rudy Gobert. And the and the Cavaliers gave up next to nothing compared to what they imagine, got. imagine Mitchell on the, the Timberwolves. <sighs> Donovan Mitchell and Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns. Oh my goodness. A bunch of scorers right yes. there. Yes. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell's a problem. He's leading that young Cavs team to to a pretty good record there, so it's yep. dangerous. Let's stay on football. Cool. memory lane mm-hmm. um why don't we go down through our standings that we predicted real quick we'll just do this real quick because we can spend a lot of time on this but we yep. don't want to um and we'll just go down i'm going to start with uh let's do the afc mm-hmm. uh afc north why not best division of football we'll do that mm. um and then so i started with the Bengals winning that division uh hoorah yep uh at 12 and 5 um we had a slightly better record than that so I predicted that same thing. There you go. Twelve and five. Nice. Um, and then the Ravens, second place. Boom, at eleven and six. Pretty close there. What'd you get? I had the Steelers. Steelers. At I had what? Steelers at eleven and six. Okay. And I had the Steelers at nine and eight, which they got. And then I had the Ravens at eleven and six. 
and then Browns at seven and ten. I the had Browns. And uh, yep, yeah, four and thirteen. Pretty close. To <laughs> AFC West. I had. Oh gosh. Uh, yeah, I'll run down through mine real quick. Yep, go ahead. Raiders at twelve and five. Goodness. <laughs> and I believe, if I remember correctly, I had them going to the AFC Championship. So crazy. Uh, Chiefs at twelve and five in second place there as a wild card team. Chargers at eleven and six. That was pretty darn close. And uh, the Broncos at ten and seven missing the playoffs. Um, I didn't predict them making the playoffs, but I did not predict them going that bad. So. All right. Well, let's just put it this way. I had the Chiefs in the playoffs. So let me j- then now I will tell you what my records are. Yeah. Uh, the Chargers at thirteen and four. Uh, at number one, I had then the Raiders at twelve and five. Then I had the Broncos at twelve and five. Then the Chiefs at 11-6. Remember, oh. all of them made the made the playoffs. Made the playoffs. <laughs> That's so you were one of those chief last pl- last placers. I was the chief last placer, yeah. but I also made them make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna keep that in Good. in my back pocket, even though it's really rough going through these. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's jump to the AFC East. Uh, so, yep, yeah. I'll go. Uh, I had the Bills at 13 and four, so I got that one. I had the Dolphins in second place at 11 and six. Close. Uh, yep, that was close. And I had New England at nine and eight. And Spot on, right? Nope, they no, were eight and eight, nine. nine. Yep. And then I had the Jets at three and fourteen. <laughs> Poor Jets. Everybody got. That. Yeah. I mean, no one saw that coming. I guess. I guess there were some, um, but I, I don't know. I had the Bills at twelve and five, uh, followed by the Patriots at eight and nine. Got that one. Uh, Jets at eight and nine. They did better there, and then Jets at four and thirteen. Um, hmm. AFC South. AFC South. Boy, I had the Colts eleven and six, the Titans at seven and ten. Oh, the hope that was the Jags at three and fourteen, and the Texans at one and (laughs) sixteen. I almost had the Texans kind of not, not really. Oh man, I had the Colts at eleven and six. Mm -hmm. So sad. Mm -hmm. Titans missing the playoffs at nine and eight, pretty close, and/or spot on. I think I was a couple games off there. Uh, Jaguars in third place at five and twelve. Clearly wrong on that. And the Texans, I had them at 2 and 15. Wow. So a few more. Um, (laughs) I actually had one other team that was going to finish worse than them, and we will get to them here shortly. So moving over to the NFC. All right. uh, Go ahead. Why don't you start? NFC North. (laughs) Packers at 12 and 5. I had the Vikings at 11 and 6. I had the Lions at 4 and 13. I thought I had them better. And then I had the Bears at three and fourteen. Mm. You got the Bears right. Yep, I get. I did. Should have jumped on the bandwagon with me though. I had the Vikings at twelve and five, and they did better. <laughs> I got ripped for saying they'd go twelve and five, and they did better. Vikings twelve and five, uh, but a wild card. Um, I had the Lions at a six and eleven, and Bears at five and twelve. So hmm. order was spot on. Oh no. Did the Vikings Vikings finish ahead of the Packers? Technically, because they won that last game in that division. Are you saying in your? No, I'm saying in real life, based on that game last night. The Detroit Lions finished above the Packers. Yep. It's a fit. Yep. 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 Wow. Yep. Oof. Who'd have thought? Yeah. Anyway, NFC South. Oh. NFC South. All right. I had Bucks at eleven and six, so I had that right. The Saints at ten and seven. The Panthers at eight and nine, and the Falcons at four and thirteen. Mm. What a division! Yeah, Sheesh. I had Saints at twelve and five, 
Buccaneers at 12 and 5. Falcon or Panthers at 7 and 10, which I think I was right on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Falcons at 3 and 14. Mm. Dude, that literally this is the division. Buccaneers won it at 8 and 9. Oh my goodness. Everybody else was 7 and 10. Every other team was Every other every other team was 7 and 10. Wow. Yeah. That's wild. Rough. Who would have predicted that Tom Brady would Why? have a season like his career like that? Not necessarily that his season yeah. favorite, I'm just saying. Why did the Saints not play Jameis Winston? I don't know. I actually looked that up like week 14. Like I, I remember him saying like it, he's never really understood why you have to lose a spot because of injury. He said, I earned that. Like He, he said it in a press conference, like he earned that spot, but because he was injured, he's not in. And now he's healthy, and now he's still not in. Right. Why would you want Andy Dalton still out there? Well, like, Andy Dalton was like fifth in the league in passer rating this year. Not QBR, but passer rating. And so, for whatever that's worth, some people don't like that stat, but... Yeah, I mean... He still is Andy. The last four... Anyway. Yeah, who cares about the Saints? Andy Dalton's a poor man's Kirk Cousins, essentially. Yeah, it's true. Kirk (laughs) Cousins was once a poor man's Andy Dalton. (laughs) How the turntables have turntabled. Um, All right, (laughs) NFC East... Goodness. All right. I was so bad on this. Here one. we go. The NFC East. I'll go. I had the Eagles at twelve and five. I had them winning. That's good. Mm-hmm. Then I had Dallas at nine and eight. What what seed did you have them in the NFC? The Eagles. Three. Three. Okay. And then I had Washington next at nine and eight. Mm-hmm. And then I had the Giants at two and fifteen. Guys, I'm with you there. I had Giants hmm. at two and fifteen. I apologize to all you Giants fans. Yeah. I did. I did not see that coming. Your coaching staff. Listen. Deserves what? How many wins did you guys get? You guys got nine wins. They deserve nine of those wins. Listen, the Giants, Jose Gonzalez has been on this podcast before, big Giants fan. He didn't even want the Giants (laughs) until about week seven. (laughs) He wasn't rooting for them. And so once it got to week, I remember asking him, at what point in time do they win enough games for you to start rooting for them as opposed to against them? Because he all year or at the beginning of the year, he was rooting for them to get a worse pick or a better pick. So they can get one of these quarterbacks coming out, and then it, it transitioned, and now here they are. Now and you re- re- now re- there's talks, and they're I mean they're already talking about re-signing Daniel Jones because mm-hmm. I think you have to now. What do you do? Like I would. It's his fifth option. Where like you can't. You're not going to get a good quarterback unless you pretty much give up your whole entire team, because at the moment, like what do you? They already have their. The fourteen top picks. I don't know. Like, and then I mean, they're obviously in talks. Look at Derek I heard Carr they, or Lamar. Lamar is probably going to get franchised. I know we're going to talk about him all off season. Like he's going to be available. Mm-hmm. He's probably going to. He's probably going to get franchised. You think? Honestly, yeah. Hmm. I, I think that's how it's going to end. He's probably. He's not going to like that. No. I don't think he's going to like that. Not at all. at all. He might hold out. He probably should. Do you think he's going to play this week? Yeah, we can get in that. We'll yeah. get in that later. Yeah, All we right. will. Yep. Um, so, yeah, you go ahead. What's your East? NFC East, yeah. Eagles at 11 and 6, winning it. Uh, Cowboys 11 and 6. Commanders at 5 and 12. And the Giants pulling up the rear, <laughs> 2 and 15. Mm. And clearly defied all expectations there. Correct. Um, and then you have the NFC NFC West, West yep. Good. All right. I had the Niners at 13 and 4. Dude. Boom. Look at that. Nice work. But you said that they would do that with Trey Lance, not Brock Purdy. <laughs> also, not Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> yeah. So, 13 and 4. Boom. Dude, I can't believe what they're doing <laughs> this year. That's Me unreal. Neither. And they're still, like, honestly, 
They're a great team. Brock Purdy and they're, they're a scary freaking, team. <laughs> all right. <laughs> then you then I had the Rams at twelve and five, and we all know that didn't happen. Yeah. They had the reversed record of that. They oh, had they went man. five and twelve. So bad. Uh, then Seattle at four and thirteen. And then I had the Cardinals at four and thirteen. Oh. That was another like I went back and I listened to it. You ripped me for saying four and thirteen. Like, there's no way. Oh, we should have got it on. Uh, uh, maybe I'll have to find it. Throw me under the bus. Man. <laughs> I invite you to throw me under the bus. I was, I was like, there's only two things that I'm happy about. It was that eagle thing, and I got four and thirteen and right. The Cardinals and the Cardinals. I don't yeah. care anymore. Well, I had the Rams winning that division at eleven and six. Forty ers at ten and seven, uh, missing the playoffs. Mm. Goodness, Cardinals missing the playoffs at nine and eight, and then I had the Seattle Seahawks. At a whopping one and sixteen, I did, and they went and made the freaking playoffs. Those sons of guns. So uh, they that should was probably uh, my worst man <laughs> prediction. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have picked? You know, I didn't even know who their quarterback was. I thought it was, was Drew Lock. I thought I thought it was Drew Lock too. They just signed. They just got Drew Lock and Noah Fant. No, yeah, from the Broncos and a couple firsts. I didn't even know Geno Smith was still in the league. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! Oh, it proved me wrong. Goodness, Man, we did, we did not very good. No, I mean some of them we got spot on. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean we, beginning of the year I didn't feel like we were that far off. We had a couple bold takes, which you always need to have, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of them backfired. Raiders, I hate seeing the Raiders in the number two seed. Hate that. <laughs> Does not feel good. For me, it's the Rams. Because I made them go to the Super Bowl this year. Ooh. I made them go against the Bills. I remember that. Yep. And I'm swiping all that clean. I had the Bengals versus the Green Bay Packers Mm -hmm. in the Super Bowl. (laughs) I had the Bengals beating the Raiders in the AFC Championship. (laughs) (laughs) So. I had the Rams beating the Niners. (laughs) Then playing the Eagles, then the Rams beating the Eagles. Yeah, mm. it's bad all around. Yuck! This is not fun to go through, but it, it kind of is. It is. It is fun. fun. Yeah, I enjoy it. Yep. I had the Broncos in the playoffs. I had the Colts in the playoffs. I had the Raiders in the playoffs. I had the Chargers won. Chargers one seed. Yep. Yeah. They're bad. Bad. We're going to get into the awards for this year. What do we think will happen? Yeah. Do you want to go first or want me to go first? Yeah. Um, I'll just go down the line. Yeah. How about we just go down the line? We'll start with, we'll go uh, award by award. Why don't we just start with the MVP? I think, I think most of these are pretty easy, but yeah, hopefully. We'll I mean, disagree. if it wasn't for the four game, three games that Jalen Hurst missed, I would, I would have made it a little closer than what it is. Yeah. But I think Patty Mahomes is running away with it. Yeah. I, I mean, so. it's... The MVP, yep. I mean, he's he's been insane with less than what he had last year. Yep. Like, it's crazy. So, Patty Mahomes, when it, he's won an MVP before, right? Or I no? believe so. I think it was the year he threw for 50 touchdowns. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I think he won an MVP that year. It was the year he lost... This, was that when he lost the Super Bowl? No, I think he Tom lost Brady? to the Patriots in the AFC Championship game. 
uh-huh. that year. Um, gotcha. He lost before the Super Bowl. Um, wow. So, yeah, I, th- I think he's running away with it. He's got to. I mean, I tried my best to talk talk my way into Burrow winning this um, <laughs> throughout the year. Burrow's had yeah. an outstanding year, no doubt. Mm-hmm. But Patty Mahomes is – he's above everybody else. He makes some really bad throws. He makes some bad decisions. He's struggled for sure. But, I mean, mm-hmm. look at the numbers. He Look what he's doing with that team specifically. Yeah. Uh, I mean – his best weapon on offense is a tight end. Um, get ran at one true. of the greatest tight ends of all time. But besides that, who they got? Juju Smith-Schuster, like Jarek McKinnon, who was like what a to- second uh, or third stringer. Something Tony. They just Kadarius Tony. Yeah. Kadarius Tony. But Jarek McKinnon was like a second or third stringer in Minnesota, and suddenly Rick, dude, he's like a somebody, yeah. Every it's game, big. every game you look, you're like touchdown. touchdown this guy, touchdown. I was like, touchdown, yeah. what is going on? Yeah, Ugh. it's just unreal. I, it's it's hard to. I don't think I don't think he will be unanimous because I think you're going to get some of those guys, Jalen Hurts, even though he's injured. I think yeah. you're probably going to get a couple of Josh Allens, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but Patty Mahomes deserves this award. Um, if he doesn't, it's the LeBron James uh, treatment, in yeah. my opinion. Uh, not appreciating greatness because they're true. Uh, offensive player of the year, Justin Jefferson. Easy. I agree. The guy. I mean, let's disagree on one. Mm. Yeah, Justin, I mean, 1,800 yards, 100, what, 18 catches or yeah. whatever it was. He just does, he just doesn't have as many touchdowns. Right. I mean, if he if he had a couple more touchdowns, man, still, it was still a great year for him. I think it was hard to pick anybody. The only other guy I thought of was Christian McCaffrey. Not Jamal uh, Williams? No. Really? Jamal, he just he broke the, he broke he the Yeah, he broke the record for touchdowns. For the Lions, right? He scored 17 touchdowns. Uh, I, th- I think so, actually. Not for, the, not for NFL, because... I think Latanian Tomlinson has that record. He had twenty eight right. or twenty seven or something. Um, but um, Christian McCaffrey had eleven hundred yards rushing and like another six hundred yards receiving, mm-hmm. fourteen fifteen touchdowns total. So he was a you yeah. know, crazy all over the place. LT um, had twenty eight. You're right. Twenty eight. Yeah. Um, and I think he did break Barry Sanders' record though last night. With his second touchdown, he broke oh, Barry Sanders' right. Detroit record. Gotcha. That's probably what you're thinking of. Well, forget that idea. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, McCaffrey had a great year. And mm-hmm. the only re- like, it jumped out as well because of how good that team looked after he came. Yeah. They were, I mean, they're just incredible right now. Yeah. I mean, they're great defensively, offensively. They're just a juggernaut. Scary. Yeah. Tough to beat. They're so scary. And so we'll see about them so that's the only person i would put there but i i think we have to respect what justin jefferson oh, he had a great year yep cooper cup-esque outside of the touchdowns mm-hmm. but very similar to what cooper cup did last year yep defensive defensive player of the year i picked nick bosa nick bosa yeah who'd you pick i was between two nick bosa and mike parsons um okay. it's really hard not uh i picked mike parsons okay but um I don't know. He's just a he's he's a game changer. Yeah. I was trying to be like, oh, because I kept hearing stats. So Hassan Reddick has sixteen sacks. Um, Michael Parsons has thirteen and a half. Mm-hmm. Hassan Reddick has like five forced fumbles. He only has three, whatever. And then you look at every other stat, and he's leading every other stat. Mm. So like his own, but he changes a team. Yeah. He changes that. He makes the only reason why he probably to me maybe won't is the last maybe couple games. Yeah. And Nick Bosa has turned it up. Mm-hmm. So, 
That's why, as of right now, actually, the edge, I think, is Nick Bosa. Yeah. But, I don't know. I think a, I player, mean, a player that changes a whole defense, I would put Michael Parsons. But yeah. I guess that's not the that's not the award, I guess. It, it isn't, um, but it's fair. Because Michael Parsons, I mean, at, some, at one point in time, I was calling him almost the best player in football. Yeah. Outside of Patty Mahomes. Yep. And, like, that guy, especially early on this year, mm-hmm. I mean, he was crazy. Yeah. Um, and so I definitely, but he did cool down. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's also really streaky. And so when yeah. I have him, when he has he, been streaky, right? When he has it figured out. He's dominant where he's getting two, three sacks mm-hmm. or he's hitting the quarterback all game long. He had that one game, I forget who it was against, but he hit the quarterback like eight or nine times. Yeah. Like, and he only rushed a pass for 12 or something like that. Like it was crazy. Like numbers, like right. just the, the, the efficiency that he can get to the mm-hmm. quarterback is, is, I think, yeah. And I think crazy. the teams, when they know how to, game plan against him obviously the eagles did a really good job of game planning against him also they had lane johnson who completely shut him down mm-hmm. once lane johnson went out whenever they played in dallas he had his way yeah um so yeah i don't know i think i guess i'm pushing myself more toward nick bosa but the yeah. other guy i would throw in there this is the third name i'm saying is tj watt um yeah. i said him Potentially in the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. We we're talking about this a little bit off yep. air. I don't remember if it was him specifically, but um, TJ Watt didn't play for majority this year, so I'm not going to give it to him just mm-hmm. because I don't feel like that's fair. But if you look at the numbers, and I think we talked about this a little bit on one of our other podcasts, or, or maybe we talked about it, you know, off air or whatever, but the numbers for the Pittsburgh Steelers when TJ Watt's on the field as opposed mm-hmm. to when he's off is absurd. I mean, I think they only lost two games this year, either like seven and two or eight and two this year with him in the lineup when he plays i mean and the defense is it's not number one in turnovers or something crazy like that you know the defense like it's just unbelievable Hmm. how good that team eight and two yeah kenny pickett and or mitch trubisky like and kenny pickett looked good towards the end of the year but he's not he's not a quarterback that's going to lead you to eight and two that's the defense yeah and so with with tj watt and minka fitzpatrick back there but you you totally feel the difference when TJ Watt steps on the field. Yep. Um, and so I would say I would throw his name there. Yeah. Um, I think he would be the best player, uh, best defensive player in football. Mm-hmm. Um, if he played, um, yeah, the whole year, if he played, yes, yep. he would. You're right. I think he would take, take it, but all right. Uh, offensive rookie of the year. I said Kenneth Walker. All right. Running back from the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. I respect that. Um, yeah, he's, they give it, he's been their their cowback mm-hmm. running back and mm-hmm. he's been doing really well right so uh, yeah i know no one really like stuck out to me other than him mm-hmm. um Brees hall would have been yeah where he was going I agree. he would have been the offensive rookie of the year yeah he was my on opinion, a fantasy but, team um so i went with kenneth kenneth walker yeah i went uh garrett wilson oh he was the other one yeah so i went garrett wilson 83 83 catches 1100 yards um, with Zach Wilson and company, let's just call it that, at quarterback. And so, so pretty impressive. I ended up watching because I was intrigued on how the playoffs were going to shape out. But I ended up watching that pathetic game, the Jets versus the the Dolphins. He went off. Garrett Wilson was all over the place. He was catching everything, like even with Xavier Howard all over him, mm-hmm. like he he did he was amazing they have a bright future yeah they do but if they can figure out their quarterback 
they have a bright future. Yeah, I'm very, for sure. It'd be fun to see them. I'm looking at the, the Jets. Uh, let's pick on them a little bit. So just a quick trivia question. So the Jets had many quarterbacks mm-hmm. play for them this year. There was only one of them who threw for more touchdowns and interceptions this year. Which one was it? Is it Joe Flacco? It was Joe Flacco. <laughs> mm. Five touchdowns, we, three interceptions. Oh, jeez. The only thing, because I remember that, is because he was actually the one airing it out. Although, I mean, Mike, Mike White did too. Yeah. But I feel like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to talk about the Jets because no, I don't know. I don't. And not one of them threw for over 60% completion mm. percentage. So, that might point to coaching, by the <sighs> way. Let me just throw that out there. Um, I don't know if people believe that Salah's the guy, but the fact that you had three different quarterbacks and mm-hmm. not one of them threw for over 60% completion percentage. That defense is a real deal, though. The defense is real. Because they have the defensive rookie of the year. Yep. Fourth in points allowed per game. Oh, my goodness. Yep. Yep. And I was watching him. He was making Tyreek Hill mad. Yep. I was going to say, was moving on to defensive rookie of the year. Fun. Yep. It was really, like, just seeing the the youngin come in and, like, keep up with a, I mean, yes, Tyreek Hill had a tweaked ankle, whatever. It doesn't matter. He still frustrated him. I did not watch it that, was, so. Yeah, I know. I'll have to go back and I was, watch it. Yeah, it looked like a terrible. I saw a score. You don't have to. When you look at a football it was score, 11 you see 11. Six. Yeah. By the way, I saw this... <laughs> This person bet an exact score of nine to six. Oh, he bet an exact score of nine to six. The last play was a lateral that ended up being a safety, safety right? So it ended up eleven six. That was kind of funny. Anyway, sorry, <laughs> just want to throw that in. There. <laughs> Don't gamble. Don't. Yeah, Sauce Gardner, definitely defensive rookie Correct. of the year. I'm pretty much. I I mean that could be unanimous. Quite honestly, Aiden he Hutchinson looked good. Ooh. He's he was good. Yeah, I, he, he's good. Um, but I think it's got the only be. player with seven sacks and three interceptions. Yeah, plus yep. seven sacks, mm-hmm. plus three interceptions. Yeah, and uh, so we'll see. That it just popped in my brain. But Eagles, obviously, they had the Kobe Dean. He played well while he played, right? Oh, when he played, when but he man, played. he didn't play. No, T.J. Edwards completely. Yep. he did amazing this year. Okay, which means the Kobe Dean. Didn't play like, how, at all. How old is T.J. Edwards? He is a uh, he is a free agent. He's not young. So he's not young. Oh no no no. He is youngish. Yeah, but he's he's I, on a second contract essentially. Yeah, he's one year deal. Yep. So we'll okay. see. A lot of our team is one year deal right now, which I well, Nicobe Dean did play well while he he, was in. he did. And what he, about the other guy, Jordan Davis? Jordan Davis. He did okay, but when we went out and got Lindell Joseph from his couch completely has done wonders for our team and, against a run. And Dominican Sue. Oh, what the, yeah. Yeah. All these players you just pick up off their couch Robert and, Quinn. and they have done, Jeez. Robert Quinn finally came back, which was nice. Mm-hmm. He came off IR. So he, it was nice to see him play. Yep. Um, but. All right. Coach of the year. Brian Dable. Brian Dable. Yeah. I agree. Dang it. Why do we always agree? <laughs> I mean, we actually dis- uh, we did disagree, disagree more we than did. usual. We did. That's true. That's but, true. man, I mean, I don't know who else. Like, maybe the Vikings coach. I mean, Pete Carroll is there. Um, That's the true. The Vikings coach is there. Um, I mean, but literally, like, I understand our records. I don't I don't remember what they predicted 
in the beginning, but I'm pretty sure they did not predict the Giants to have a winning record, let alone make the playoffs. Us? No, just... In general. The experts, quote-unquote. No, not at all. But the Seahawks as well. Pete Carroll did an incredible job, and he just lost his franchise quarterback. And so that's something to take note of. Um, But the fact that... But I think the Giants still have less. Yeah, and the Giants and the Giants had they were so bad for a while, and then they bring in one guy, which is who Pete Carroll, and you mean Pete, or, Brian, sorry, Dable. Brian, Brian Dable. Whereas Pete Carroll, they haven't been that great for a couple of years, and now yeah, he brought it back, but mm-hmm. you know, literally, I like know. I don't the Giants, I don't think changed their team. I could, I mean, I don't know who the the guys that came in this year to play for the team. I'm not quite sure. But there was one main change, and that was the head coach. Yep. Yeah, they have no. I mean. I can't name a receiver from their team. I mean, Kenny Galladay scored a touchdown. Is he? He needed seventy. He needed like seventy-six catches yesterday to get his bonus. <laughs> That's a sad story, dude. <laughs> sad, yeah. sad story. So I'm actually interested. He had, it was a great catch. To be honest, like watching that game, he had a great catch. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to see. They probably won't play him in the playoffs, which I don't. I don't know. I don't know why I moved the mic, <laughs> but uh, anyway. I don't know. He could be your one-on-one guy. Just throw it up there and see what happens. Right. All right. We want to take a moment. We're going to welcome in Jeremiah Rader. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been on this podcast before avid Packers fan uh Jer thanks for taking 10 minutes to to come in and grieve with us appreciate your time absolutely the therapy starts now yes (laughs) yes we will be your shoulder to cry on if you need it (laughs) uh yeah so I mean I don't know where to begin what was okay question what was your confidence level when the game started what was your confidence level like percentage wise of winning that game Dude, I was I was incredibly confident. Like mm. the way we've been running the table over the past four weeks, it was just all lining up. I you know, like it's still a division opponent. Mm-hmm. Um, but especially the way we looked against Minnesota. It's true. I w- I felt really good. I was like eighty percent sure we were going to the playoffs. Um yeah, I felt good about it and um you know, went into the game with high hopes and uh came out incredibly disappointed. <laughs> Uh, so, so, so like, so I did not see the end, end of the game. I heard there was some shenanigans with Quay Walker. Um, I did see that's the I, one thing like I turned on and that was what happened. Like I finally turned on the game and I saw that. <laughs> yeah. So there was that. And then Jerry, I texted you about Russell Douglas. I have no idea what he was doing on that play where he picked up the ball, but like what, what happened with those two plays? So out of the ordinary. It was just really bizarre. Um, it just, it just, it's just an undisciplined game, an undisciplined team. Um, you know, like this whole season, I think, you know, we were four and eight for a reason, and I think the four-game winning streak kind of masked some of the dysfunction mm-hmm. and issues within the team, within the the, the chemistry and the on the team and on the field. Um, and that little four game win streak kind of made that seem a little bit better. Um, and then last night, all those good things we were doing for the past four games just completely unraveled. Um, 
and they kind of reverted back to who they were <laughs> when we were four and eight after we had lost to Philly on that Sunday night. Right. But yeah, it was just it was just sloppy. It was undisciplined. I mean, Rasul Douglas walks in and just picks up the ball and then like punches a guy in the face mask yeah. when the guy shoves him and then Quay Walker like there's no yeah. reason I mean the trainer's out there and to be fair the trainer grabbed his arm and tried to pull him away Yeah, but you can't push a dude you can't push a guy and I mean honestly we're lucky we didn't have three players ejected on that play <laughs> because Devontae Wyatt our other rookie lineman Georgia came as well, in right? and you know, same Georgia boy yeah. <laughs> he came in and kind of got into it and the reason that De- Devontae or uh, De Swift was on the floor that on that play was because Jaron Reed decided instead of tackling him, he would just forearm shiver the guy in the face. You're mask. right. I remember that. <laughs> Which, wow. okay, that, I, I don't understand why you would use your forearm on a cold day to hit a guy wearing a helmet. Ouch. Like, that just seems a little <laughs> dumb. But. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it just like it just unraveled. It was just poor, sloppy play, undisciplined. You know, too many mistakes, too yeah. many errors. Like they, and I mean, take nothing away from Detroit, but Green Bay beat themselves last night. Right. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. When you you had texted me that separately and said that, I was like, yeah. I mean, no doubt. I didn't watch the whole game, but I I watched enough to say, you know, okay, it just feels like. I went into that game pretty confident the Packers were going to win. It was the moment after Jamal Williams scored his first touchdown, and they took the lead before the Packers, you know, scored a touchdown to Lazard, I believe. Um, After that touchdown, the first touchdown, Jamal Williams, I felt like the Packers were going to lose that game. And I don't know what it was. It just just felt like they were going to lose. Yeah, I I would argue you could even like for me it started even sooner than that. Okay, it was towards the end of the first half. We were go we were up by three, going down the field, got inside the red zone area, and Aaron Jones fumbles the football. Um, Mm. You know they didn't get any points after that, but like Mm. you go into the half playing against a team who has nothing to play for, and you're winning by three. It just it was really deflating. Um, It felt like you were behind at that point um and they just never really recovered and like credit detroit they played like a team who had nothing to lose um they were calling crazy plays like towards the end of that game there they called this like quick pass and a lateral on second and 17 yep the guy gets like 14 yards out of it makes it a third and short and it was just plays like that like they had nothing to lose they were just going guns blazing and Green Bay played tight, they played sloppy, and they just didn't make the plays. Drop passes, like it was just it was just sloppy. Right. And you can't you know, you can't take any game for granted, even mm-hmm. a game which in theory means nothing to one of the teams. You know, that's how you wind up sitting at home in January. Yep. Yeah, I felt like once the Seattle Seahawks beat the Rams, I was like, <laughs> Man, this the Packers like that as a lion, like if I was a Lions player, that would be deflating. Like that would, oh, I would sure. hate that, and I'd be like, obviously you, you can't say I'm not going to play this game. But to me, it'd be, it'd be like, oh, this game's kind of pointless now. Right. So that's right. where I was like, oh, the Packers got this. I right. mean, oh yeah. So I was like, when when you saw the fight in the Lions, you were, I was actually very surprised. That's Dan Campbell, bro. Yeah, it's a good point. They're just biting kneecaps, man. Just yep, biting, biting kneecaps. kneecaps. Yeah, right. That's right. Yep. So does uh, does Matt? Do you want Matt Lafleur to stay? I do. 
I don't know that you can put all of this on him. I think he has to take a big chunk of the credit for the catastrophe that was this year. Um, but I do think he's done enough to prove that he should stay. Um, yeah. I, I would like our defensive coordinator to be out on the next plane out of there yesterday. <laughs> um, <laughs> that guy can't get can't get fired soon enough. But um, I think Lafleur should stay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. That's so okay. Lafleur stays. Uh, what if you had to give us a prediction, a feeling, a gut? Where's Rodgers next year? My gut says he's either with us or he's hosting Jeopardy. I don't think he's on another team. Okay. Um, it's hard. Like I watched the post game press conference, and. I mean, anytime you lose a game like that so close to the playoffs, it's really hard to gauge someone's emotions other than you're, you're gutted and you have just incredible disappointment. Mm -hmm. Um, and you can't make a judgment call based off of, you know, what are you going to feel like eight months from now? You just don't know. I, I kind of feel like he's going to come back. Um, Mm -hmm. I think at the end of the day, he's got too much money riding on the line. To retire, yeah, fifty-nine um, million to be exact. Oh, unbelievable. Yeah, he's he's got a nice chunk of change coming next year if he's still on the roster. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like he, and I, I think towards the end of the season he had he had some fun. He's starting to see the growth in like Christian Watson and some of the younger players around him. Sure. Um, so it makes me optimistic that he'll come back. That being said, if he announces in three weeks that you know he's moving to California and hosting Jeopardy for the rest of forever, I won't be surprised. Yeah, hmm. I I I feel like I don't know, and I said this privately, but the the Raiders I feel like could make a run for him. I'm not saying that Aaron's going to want to go, but <clears throat> Aaron's a California guy. I know it's Las Vegas, but it's just close by there. And Devontae's there. And Devontae said, you know, now that pretty much Derek Carr's out, you know, he's like, hey, you know, I don't have I don't have much thoughts on it right now about Derek Carr, but I do want to be a part of the discussion when you do bring a new guy in. And so oh, for sure. I mm-hmm. doubt and of course any star receiver is gonna say that, but who else has he got? I mean, who else is a free agent? I mean, you got Lamar Jackson. Devontae Adams right. doesn't want to play with Lamar Jackson. No. He doesn't want to play in that offense. Right. I was um, going to say, he doesn't want to catch 30 passes a year. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And so, you know, I don't know who he has. And so, I don't know what options they have. I mean, maybe Jimmy Garoppolo. But again, does Devontae want to be catching passes from him? And so, you either have, I think, it's either you keep Derek Carr, you get Aaron Rodgers, or you have a really pissed off Devontae Adams. And, right. And I mean, I feel like at this point, keeping Derek Carr is kind of out the window. That ship has sailed. Right. Yeah, that's um, I agree. Like they've made their intentions very clear. We're moving on. We're starting over, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, could Aaron Rodgers go there? Absolutely. He could. I just hope I hope it ends amicably between the Packers and Rodgers. Like, I don't want to see something like what they did with Favre, where it got ugly and things just kind of you know, spiraled into nastiness. Like if Rodgers wants to go, you know, he's been an amazing quarterback and I hope that they can find a trade for him. If that's his, you know, Mm -hmm. if that's his wishes. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, the other thing they could look at doing is like, again, I'm just kind of spitballing. I like these fantasy situations. Like if the Packers go and, 
You know, because you you almost have to figure out what you're going to do with Rodgers before free agency and before the draft. And so was it you do wasn't sure. it, wasn't it last year? Didn't Rodgers like like he was like holding out for a while, right? It wasn't holding out, but what was the whole deal that happened with him last year? I'm I'm blanking on it. Uh, was that last year or two years ago? Because I know last year he. He, he said in March sometime that he was coming back. So okay. it may have been mm-hmm. two years ago where it came out like during the first round of the draft right. that he was kind yep. of ticked off and he wanted to trade and blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he was just kind of frustrated with management and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah. And, and obviously also the other thing too is like they have to decide, they have to know what he wants to do because then they have to do something with Jordan Love. Right. Um, cause at some point, I don't know what the date is, but like they have to pick up his fifth year option. Um, and there's no way you can have both of them on the team at the same time next year. So there's a bunch of dominoes that need to fall. And the first domino in that line is Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But even if, even if Rodgers leaves, I mean, <laughs> would you be a fan of keeping Jordan? Love? Would you sign him to what? 20 million, 25 million a year, right? Is that what the extension is? Um, I mean, I forget exactly how fifth year it's the fifth yeah. year option. So I think it's like the top, the average salary of like the top 10 quarterbacks of the, in the league or the top five or something. So he's getting a ton of money for one year. Right. Um, whatever that number is, it's probably, you know, the way quarterbacks are paid now, it's probably closer to 30 million than 20 million. Yeah. Um, the upside is you only, you're only on the hook for one year. So, you know, do you pay the guy $32 million let him try it for a year, and if he stinks, you move on. And if he looks okay, then maybe you sign him to a longer deal. I don't know. Like It's hard because you haven't really seen much out of Jordan Love because he's never been on the field. Like yeah. You're trying to evaluate a guy who just ne- hasn't had a lot of game day experience, yeah. which is a really hard position to put yourself in because other, other than when he wears shorts on the practice field, you don't have anything to look at. Yeah. Which yeah, and and that's a big that's a that's very little to make a twenty million dollar decision, and it is. It, and so the other thing that came to my mind as we were kind of sitting here again talking about you know Rogers needing to make a decision is like you know if Rogers retires, the Packers could swing something again. I know this is like fantasy football stuff and probably won't happen, but just for fun, the Colts I think pick third in the draft this year. They're going to be the mm-hmm. first team in the draft this year that is really going after a quarterback, arguably, because and unless Kyler Murray, you know, is leaving, you know, the Cardinals are third or Cardinals are second and the Bears the, are first. The Texans are, are second. Yeah, I think this. I think the Texans are second. Texans are second. Oh, are they? Okay, and then the, uh, the Texans couldn't even lose a game to get the first pick. Oh, right. that's right. You're right. Okay, so then it's the Cardinals. <laughs> the Bears are, third. are one, then yep. Houston. Yeah. Okay, so well, they could potentially trade Rodgers to the Colts, Rodgers would be pissed, no doubt. <laughs> but trade him for that fourth pick and get mm-hmm. one of these young quarterbacks, you know, in the draft and let Jordan Love go as well. But now you're entering full rebuild mode. Um, oh, for and sure. So it, that's, I don't know. Again, fantasy football, who knows what's going to happen. I agree. It's really, really hard to imagine Aaron Rodgers in any other uniform. Yeah. It's, it is, for yeah. sure. But it was also hard to imagine tom brady in any other uniform or point. brett Favre 100%. in any other uniform like yep. there are these iconic players that you're just like tom brady is a patriot yep. brett Favre is a packer yeah and then at some point brady's running around in a buccaneers uniform and Favre's wearing purple 
and looks like a fool and you know it, it <laughs> these things happen so i mean it is a business at the end of the day yeah. you know it, it's a business so yeah. i don't know it'll be it'll be very interesting to see what happens over the next you know two months or so and and rogers to his credit says said last night in his conf- press conference that he doesn't want to hold the packers hostage you know yeah. he wants to make that decision in a reasonable amount of time mm-hmm. just so that they can plan for the future. Yeah. Good. For whatever him. that means. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Good for him. I mean, I, I hope it does play out. Like you said, amicably, amicably. That, is that it? Yep. Nailed it. Kind of not, but <laughs> I was like, crushed it. <laughs> yeah. Dismount. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks so much for your time, Jer. We appreciate it. We'll definitely be uh, keeping close tabs on the Packers this off season and probably have you on if you're willing to yeah. when they, they do big things, which they will do well, um, when they draft a offensive lineman or a defensive tackle again in the first round. <laughs> We'll uh, give Absolutely. you a call. Absolutely. Hey, because we're not taking a wide receiver, so yep. don't worry about that. <laughs> we'll give you a call. <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks, guys. See yep. See you. Yep. What a guy. What a guy. Mm-hmm. It's so unfortunate what's going on with the Packers. Mm-hmm. Um, what happened last night that was sad it, to see. It would have been way more intriguing to see the 49ers and Packers. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Can you I imagine mean, that the game? The 49ers beat them last year in the playoffs. They're a much better team this year, but... It's Aaron Rodgers. It's Aaron Rodgers, right? That's I right. just never know what the Packers are going to do. Yep. But that'd be a fun offseason. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get to the juicy stuff. Get down to the nitty-gritty. Yeah. NFL playoffs. We got our brackets here. Got the AFC, mm-hmm. NFC. The seeds are in order. And so we are going to run down and we are going to predict our playoff bracket all the way down to our Super Bowl winner. Mm. And uh, let's start with the NFC. Yep. Why don't you give us your NFC bracket? Go all ahead. right. Why don't you start? So I have the 49ers Seattle. I think it's going to be a close game. Division foes, but 49ers are going to win. Um, Vikings Giants. I have an upset. I have the Giants pulling this one out. Okay. Um, going off what Jeremiah said, Kirk Cousins can't play in big games, mm-hmm. and Brian Dable can. I don't uh, blame you for that. Yeah, the Brian Dable can Giants coach into big games. So mm-hmm. he's been he coached the Bills last year in some offensive co- as the offensive coordinator. Um, I mean, I just I just trust that coaching staff and you root, the, you're, are you rooting for the giants too correct yeah okay. i'm also rooting for it um but i don't know but then the eagles would have to play them as well i mean it's the second time or third time we would see him but anyway so i have the giants okay okay then i have the buccaneers beating the cowboys because the cowboys have not won a playoff road game in 30 years they also have never beaten Tom Brady, I heard. That is cool, too. <laughs> never heard that one before. So this will not be their first time. I have the Bucks winning. They're just, I think they're just going to be a more disciplined team. Talent-wise, I think the Cowboys are more talented. Yeah. Tom Brady-wise, the Bucks are better. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Tom, Brady. Tom Brady, which is... He, and he's been every scenario, every situation. So I have... I'm picking the cap, the bucks because of tom brady just for that game okay so 
That brings it to the Eagles and Giants. I have the Eagles winning. I think the Eagles are going to beat the Giants. Uh, I don't think it's going to be like a blowout. Okay. Not like the first time. The second time, I understand we played their second string, and we almost actually lost the second string, which is pretty pathetic. Mm-hmm. But I think Jalen Hurts needed to play this game. He needed to play. He needed to shake the rust out. He was rusty. Mm-hmm. He was out three weeks, I think. Or was it two weeks? Anyway, doesn't matter. Yeah. Three or three weeks, he was out. And he like that was probably the people I've talked to, and I I feel this way, it was probably the best thing for the Eagles to, to play their starters and to actually have Jalen Hurts play. I agree. Instead of having five weeks off, like, yes, there's a risk for him getting hurt. He didn't get hurt. Yep. So I'm glad he went down every time. Um, I, didn't, I didn't watch the game, but I heard it looked like he was in pain. I didn't know if he I didn't. He wasn't himself. Okay. So I still, even though he wasn't himself, I still think he should have played um, just to shake off a little bit of rust. I mean, he has some great ball, deep balls. Mm-hmm. T.J. Brown, there's a few he missed that he was open. Mm-hmm. But anyway, and I think once you start like playing these games, he's going to run the ball. Once he can, once he runs, it, uh, it adds a whole another dynamic. Right. That's that's what brought us to the number one seed. It's yep. his running ability. Right. So he, like, I just hope he doesn't play scared. I don't think he will play scared, like being hit. I don't know. No. I don't think he will. I mean, He's it's Jalen Hurts. Dog in him. He does. Yeah. Um, so he knew they they needed this game. Yep. To win against the Giants. Yep. He put so big boy pants on. He did. So I have the Eagles beating the Giants in the divisional round, and I have the 49ers beating the Bucks. In the divisional round, okay. last time the Bucks went to play the 49ers, they smashed them. The 49ers smashed the Bucks. Okay, like with Purdy, with Brock wow. Purdy. That was his first game he played. He started. I think. Oh, that's right. Yep, yep, I remember that. Yeah, he was kind of smirking a little bit because he mm-hmm. got to beat Tom yep. Brady. That's wild. So then I have the 49ers traveling traveling to Lincoln Financial Field and playing the Eagles. This one was freaking tough. Yep. Um. I have the Eagles winning. Okay, going, and to, the going to the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. That I, it's gonna. Be, that one's gonna be a bloodbath. Yeah, I so, agree. Somebody's gonna bleed. I would love, 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 love to see that game. I would too. <laughs> that would be a great, great. Fall. Here's here's the other thing. Especially late January, dude. That is. Yeah. Like, the other thing is though, I'm hoping this is how it goes, because yes, the Giants have Thibodeau as their rusher. But we are not. I don't want to face a great rush defense line because Lane Johnson is a huge question mark for us with him having a groin injury. And if he's not 100%, we have Drash, Jack Driscoll, who's our right tackle, who who you got? You, you gonna, Nick Bosa is going to run through that guy. So if I want one person, I want I want one team to have a whatever team we play. Like in the final game, I hope they um, it, uh, they are the only team that has a good pass rush because I know one of those teams will have a good pass rush. Well, how was the uh, Michael part when the Cowboys played the Eagles recently? Lane Johnson was not playing. He got hurt in the middle of the game. Mike Parsons did nothing against Lane Johnson. When Lane Johnson went hurt, got hurt, he could do almost whatever he wanted to Jack. To Jack, my goodness, I can't even yeah, say Jack his name. Driscoll. That guy. Okay. So I'm hoping. I'm, I'm also praying that Lane Johnson's okay. Yeah. And can actually play. But can play with a torn, can play whatever it is. 
already going into it knowing he probably won't be his normal self. Yep. But uh, his his not normal self is better than Jack Driscoll's self. <laughs> so there we go. All right. Eagles are making it. In the <sighs> NFC. In the All NFC. Right. Cool. All right. Well, I'll give my NFC, I guess, right? Yep. All right. So I'll go NFC. So I have, I'll, I'll go ahead and say more to you did. Um, I had the 49ers beating the Seahawks. I actually could see that being a bloodbath. I don't. Th- I think the Seahawks are are done. They had a good, you know, little Cinderella run there, but the 49ers dominated them pretty well mm-hmm. this, in both games this year. And you know, I, I think they win there. Um, I have the Vikings beating the Giants. Although I would not be surprised. Yeah. Um, if the Giants win this game, um, but I think you know, being in uh, Minnesota, um, I I see the Vikings having one more in them. Yeah, um, just least. one. We'll see. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think I think they got one in them there. The Giants, I just don't. That buy. was the best for the Vikings. That was the best pick, right there. The Giants for for them to play. For them to play. I agree. Because I think if they played Seattle, Seattle would probably beat the Vikings. Yeah, they got a little bit of fight in them. I agree. But yeah, I I just think that the Giants again all year I've been kind of saying I just don't think they're as good as their record says. Dable's a great coach. Don't get me wrong, but. I just can't see that that offense in Minnesota has a firepower that is, you know, is as explosive as any in the league. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, they came back against the Colts like crazy in the second yep. half there, and so for Daniel Jones and that team just to keep up with that is is going to be tough. So I got I got Minnesota winning that game. Um, Cowboys at Tampa Bay. I got the Cowboys winning that game. Mm. Uh, it's really it's really tough. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard because I have Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, and every time I pick against Tom Brady, he proves me wrong. So they're going to win this game. I mean, that's that's what's going to happen. It's my Great. prediction and what's actually going to happen. <laughs> Tom Brady will win this game. Hmm. But I'm picking the Cowboys to win it. Um, I think that the Cowboys are one of the better teams in football, honestly, um, when you look at the full year as a whole. It's true. Um the the problem is they don't have momentum right now. But if they can win a game against a bad Buccaneers team, this team they are is bad. bad. They are bad. It's really bad. And old. It, the only yeah, they're the, so old. the only thing this team has going for them is Tom Brady, and the NFL playoffs. That's the only That's thing this team has going for them. And so, Mike Evans. Even Mike Evans, I haven't trusted him a whole lot this year. He dropped that wide open pass early on in the year. It was terrible Mm -hmm. against what the Panthers or something. Mm -hmm. Then he lit him up later on. But but, um, all around, that team is really bad. Um, And defensively, they've played well here and there, but nothing consistent. And Brady's even been inconsistent. So unless they really get a groove going, if Buccaneers win that game, look out. Because if they get one under their belt. That is why I really hope. The Giants win. I do not want to face the Bucks. The Bucks, yeah. I do I not. not. That's the last. That's one of the last teams I want to face. <laughs> yeah. The Bucks, even the even so even the Cowboys. And too. they knocked you out last year, right? The Bucks. Yeah, in yeah. Tampa. Yeah, D- different team though. It, amazing yeah. how much one year makes. Oh my, yeah. <laughs> um, I wonder what the spread was on that game, and what the spread would be <laughs> on an Eagles Buccaneers game this year. Yeah. Um, that that would be crazy. Um, anyway, uh, I have the Cowboys winning that game. And so that leads up to uh, Vikings going to San Francisco. I have San Francisco San Francisco winning that game. Um, that defense is just too legit. Yeah, they'll lock them up. Um, and so I could actually see that being a beating. 
Hmm. I could see that. I could see the Vikings season ending on a whooping <laughs> um, from San Francisco. That team, that team's dangerous, even with Brock Purdy there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then we have Dallas Cowboys. I kind of have a feeling of. I I know what you're gonna say. I have Dallas. I knew this it. Game. I knew it. Eagles are too hurt. You. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. And so. I really wrestled with this one, and I'm not saying this just because I'm sitting across from you. I, I would like to see the Eagles go far, for your sake. However, if the Cowboys, like I said earlier when I when I was talking about them, um, they the only thing they don't have going on their side right now is momentum. They have the talent. They're healthy for the most part um, right now. They just do not have momentum. And if they can come in, they can knock out Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm in the wild card round, they would be coming into the divisional round after the Eagles are sitting on a bye week after losing to an ugly game to the Giants from what you said. I didn't watch the game, but from what you said, mm-hmm. they lost the week before to the Saints. Obviously, they had Gardner Minshew. And the week before that, they lost to the Cowboys. Cowboys. And so you guys are not going very well right now. No. So, but the one thing I do, like I was talking to Trenton, and he had a great point. The season that we won the Super Bowl, we had zero momentum. Going into the playoffs? We had zero momentum, and we had the first round by. We, because uh, Carson Wentz got hurt, mm-hmm. then Nick Foles came in and laid a dump, mm-hmm. and then played the Raiders, and I think we lost terribly against the Raiders. Well, yeah, I think we lost against the Raiders, but Nick Foles played complete. He played horrible, and then we played so, uh, another NFC team, and we ended up winning because we had our but anyway we went into it looking terrible okay so that kind of gave me a little bit of hope because i know we're looking terrible coming into the playoffs yeah. you're also hurting uh, i mean you, got, you miss lane johnson's not 100 mm-hmm. and the reason i yeah, asked wrong. the question earlier is because i really do feel like michael parsons can have his way if michael parsons if lane johnson is not playing he will have his way if that's he why, is playing it's, it's that's why if happens. lane johnson is not there i think we need to change the right. offensive line yeah the offensive line I think I said in the last podcast, I don't remember, but I'll say it again. Malata needs to go to right tackle. Yeah. Bring but in Andre Dillard. I understand it's totally different. But Parsons can go to the other side, too. He can go rush from the left. He can rush from the middle. He rushes from anywhere. But Andre Dillard's better than Jack. Driscoll. Jack. Yeah, that guy. Fair enough, yeah. But then, but at the same time, it was funny because Malata, was it you that told me the difference between the left side and the right side? He said it's basically like wiping your butt with your left hand. He's yeah. like, it's not easy. I did not say that. No. <laughs> I think that's what he said. He with said it's like, left. it's like, it's like wiping your butt with your left, your non-dominant hand. What a, what a thought. <laughs> that's, he's like, it's not easy when wow. you think about it. So <laughs> oh your brain God. has to completely jump. Like if you're on the right side, you have to jump right with your right foot first or whatever. I don't know how often the line do it, but anyway. But like he said, it, your your mind has to completely change. So it's not easy. But he has played the right side or the left side before. Yeah. Malata has played the right side before. Right. Before he came, because Jason Peters was there. Yep. And he was the I believe Malata was the backup of Lane Johnson when Lane Johnson got hurt. Okay. Came in. And he came in and played. Or suspended. Yeah, yeah that's right. Suspensions. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. There's I'm, I'm I'm intrigued to see what happens All right. with Lane Johnson. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Moving on as our Derailing listeners you. are daydreaming about wiping themselves with their dominant <laughs> hand. <laughs> Um, we have so the other thing about this is that the thing I went back and looked at the games Cowboys and Eagles first game Cowboys didn't have their starting quarterback second game Eagles didn't have their yeah, starting quarterback like, true. what the heck we didn't get the actual look and you know 
they were pretty close in both games, regardless of that. And so it, it would be a good matchup. But I think with momentum on the Cowboys side, with Micah Parsons, who can really have an opportunity to establish himself. Yep. Um, again, not knowing if Sweat's going to play, not knowing if Lane Johnson's going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like they could struggle there. Jalen Hurts, we don't know if he's 100%. Is he going to be able to be lethal with his legs? Yeah. Um, and so I have the Cowboys winning that game. And so I know it's a big upset, and uh, I, but, but I'll pick that one. So that leaves the Cowboys going to San Francisco for the NFC Championship game, and I have the 49ers winning. Okay. Yeah, the Cowboys are yep. not that good. <laughs> um, what? Yeah, so listen to this. I heard this. The 49ers did not put Jimmy Garoppolo on IR. He's still potentially able to play. In this in this postseason, wow. Do you put him in, or do you keep riding Brock? Brock, okay. You have to go Brock. Yeah, I agree. He's, I mean, he's. I think he's undefeated. They, no, they lost. I th- no, you might be right. I think he's undefeated. Yeah, you might be right. I think he is. But I think I think the thing the, the reason I would say no is because that team, they always rallied around Garoppolo, and that was good and all that stuff. But they're really really rallying against. Or, or with for Brock Purdy, yeah. Like they're like this dude is legit. Like I told I told you the story separately, but I'll, I'll share a story on air. You know there was a I think it was um, Kyle Juszczyk, Juszczyk. Yep. Um, the fullback. Yeah, the fullback for for the 49ers. He's he. They were asking him a story. It was that was locker room or interview or something like that. They were asking him you know about Brock Purdy and he shared a story. Uh, Brock Purdy coming into the huddle and some of the veteran players. Like Brock Purdy's a rookie. He was Mr. Irrelevant, picked last in the draft. Mm-hmm. And Brock Purdy steps into the huddle and he's trying to share the play. And like George Kittle, you know, you got George Kittle, you got, you know, uh, Ty- is it Tyron Smith, right? Yep. Ty- not Tyron Trent, Smith. Trent, Trent Williams. Trent Williams, yes. I was like, that's not right. Trent Williams, you got Christian McCaffrey, you got you guys got like Samuel, this. you got, yeah, those yeah, guys. You got these guys, studs. Mm-hmm. And they're all talking while he's trying to share the play and he just looks at them all and says shut up <laughs> <laughs> takes complete command of the huddle and, and they loved it and they loved it and so and juice check he's been a all pro oh yeah and so like this, this is a, a huddle loaded with all pros mr irrelevant comes in steps in and tells them all to shut up and listen to it. it's like <laughs> dude that's the guy yep. and george kittle's like that's that guy right there that's who we're going to rally behind and so you can't bench him no it doesn't matter. But it is helpful to know, just in case Brock Purdy went down, you got Garoppolo, who's yep. been in the Super Bowl. Yep. So it's not a bad backup. Nope. It almost doesn't even change. Like, like if you if you take Brock Purdy out and put Jimmy Garoppolo in, does that change any of these games? They still beat the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. For me, they still beat the Vikings. And the still. Buccaneers, right? They played the Buccaneers in your bracket? The 49ers? Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. they beat the they Bucks. They beat the Bucs. With Jimmy Garoppolo, and I still have them beating the Cowboys with yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo. So it changes nothing. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So I had the 49ers going to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And you have the Eagles. The Eagles going to the Super Bowl. Yep. Yep. I have I was them like, pulling it out. Okay. Yep. All right. Let's go to the AFC. Do you want me to go first? Yeah. Why not? All right. Dolphins, Bills. Whoa. That's going to be a good game. No, I don't actually think it's going to be that great of a game. It's a big the Dolphins question, are hurt. Huh? It's a big question. Dolphins are yeah. hurt. Tyreek Hill tweaked ankle. Jalen Waddle also tweaked his ankle in this Jets game. And that's the only two. That's your two start. Like Raheem Mostert got hurt too. And he was running like a mad dog against the Jets. He was mm-hmm. doing great. They're all dinged up. And he you played, don't even know if two is going to play. Yeah, Mostert played really well against the Bills too yeah. when they played recently. Um, so if you have Shaq Thomas, I think Skyler Thompson. That guy. I totally butchered that name. Thanks. 
Or you have Teddy Bridgewater, who can't grab a ball right now because of his broken pinky. And what did you say about two, two of them? You don't even know if he's going to play. Right. Yeah. So there's too many question marks around this Dolphins team. And, um, I mean, yeah, the Bills are a good team. Yeah. So um, I have the Bills. Chargers, Jaguars. That's going to be another good game. Yeah. But I think me watching how the Jaguars played against the Titans was kind of pathetic. Um, so I actually have the Chargers beating the Jaguars. Um, and then Bengals, Ravens, don't know if Lamar's playing. Whether he yeah. plays or not, I still have the Bengals winning. The Bengals are looking pretty dominant right now. So mm-hmm. I have the Chiefs, Chargers, AFC West game that I have the Chiefs winning. The Chiefs are going to win that game. They're, those games are always close, though. Yeah. They, they are games. always close. But Travis Kelsey is a is a Charger killer, all the mm-hmm. time. Yeah. So I got I got the Chiefs winning, Bills, Bengals. Beginning of the year, I believe I picked the Bengals, but I'm not. I'm picking the Bengals. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> I picked the Bills in the beginning of the year. I'm not picking the Bengals. I, right. The Bengals are doing are they're playing really well right now. Okay. So I have the Chiefs and Bengals going to the AFC Championship game. And let's make it four straight. I have the Bengals beating the Chiefs four wow. straight. So it's going to be Eagle Bengal. I have an Eagle Bengal Super Bowl. Uh, dude. Nobody's I, ever allowed to come over. I, well, I told you, oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> I told you at the beginning of the year, if the Eagles and Bengals go to the Super Bowl, we should totally buy tickets. That's right. I may We're spend gonna, my savings on it. probably won't cover it. Where, uh, where is it at this year? Arizona. Oh, sweet. Take a weekend. Let's go. That would be fun. Bye-bye, wife. Seriously, what? I couldn't do that. We're going to be friends till we're 85, until we die. And <sighs> I don't know that the Eagles and Bengals are ever going to go to the Super Bowl again together. So. Yeah, if that actually happened, I would have to talk to my wife. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure that would not happen, but still. <laughs> I'd rent out some sort of big, massive screen and boxing gloves. I'd buy you a boxing gloves, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll get to our Super Bowl winner here in a second. Yep. Um, so for me, I have the Dolphins and Bills. At first, I thought so. So this is going to be a closer game than I think most people think. If Tua plays, mm-hmm. they really gave a Bills a run for their money. They beat them earlier in the year, mm-hmm. and they gave them a run for their money and just that. lost mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve, and so and that was in Buffalo, and so the Dolphins really have a chance to win this game. And I almost picked them to upset the Bills in the wild card round if Tua played, but. I don't know that I can pick. I just couldn't do that yeah. over this Bills team is mm, not the most complete team in football, but maybe second most, third most complete team in football. And so um, I think even if Tua plays, especially with unknowing what's going on with his head, mm-hmm. honestly. And last time we saw him, he threw three straight interceptions in a fourth quarter and yep. you know didn't remember it and – goodness like what's we don't know what's yep, gonna happen exactly with that. so i'm going i'm going with the bills in that uh winning in buffalo uh then we have the ravens going to cincinnati and Paycor stadium again replay of last weekend <laughs> um i have the Bengals winning this game um even if lamar comes back i think i think that we can win this game what i will say is that it probably is closer uh, this past this past game was closer than what um we didn't get to talk about this too much mm-hmm. the Bengals got flat out outplayed on offense um in this game our offense which is full of pro bowlers slash all pros 
got outplayed by Anthony Walker. Is that his name? Anthony? The third string yep. quarterback, whatever his name is. J.K. Dobbins wasn't playing. Yeah. The number one receiver that was playing the best was Sammy Watkins. Like, And we got outplayed yeah. by these guys. Mark Andrews wasn't even in there. Mm-hmm. And so these guys outplayed us on offense. Our defense is what won this game. We dominated them. Um, but they still made plays. And so, yeah. um, but we, we made the right plays. I, I think that we come in, I think that we can do more of a complete game offensively. Um, the Bengals are really good at making adjustments and, and whatnot. And they were pretty much healthy on defense in this mm-hmm. game. And so they're going against the same defense that they went against. And the Bengals are a good adjusting team, meaning like, like our, I think we have one of the best point differentials in the second half this year and last year Mm -hmm. and so we've just been really good at making adjustments and so this is similar to almost like the first half was played on sunday second half of the game is going to be played on uh this sunday and so let's see about that but i had the Bengals winning that game uh chargers going to jacksonville um i had the jaguars winning this game Hmm. Uh, i'm not super confident in this pick i like justin herbert better than i like trevor lawrence at this point um the Chargers are not fully ready to go. They have sure. Bosa. Um, Bosa is back now, but Mike Williams went down after playing I their starters that. last week. Um, they had Eckler get knocked up. Knocked up. <laughs> <laughs> How do you say knocked that? Knocked out? Not, not knocked out. I, I was, was going to say... You banged up? I was you banged up, but knocked out. But I didn't want to say knocked out because he wasn't like knocked out of the game. He just yeah. got banged up a little bit. <laughs> I got mixed up with knocked up. So just to be clear... Austin Eckler is not pregnant. He is not expecting. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, so I have the Jaguars winning that game. Uh, what it came down to for me, coaching. Hmm. I don't trust Brandon Staley. Trust Doug Peterson because you've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah. And so uh, That's good point. I trust that Doug Peterson can win this game uh, hmm. via his coaching. I think he knows this team well. I think he's got them rolling. And I think he can beat this Chargers team that is really expected to come in and win this game in Jacksonville. Yeah, I think they're they, if they're not favored, they should be, um, in my opinion. But I think the Jaguars Jaguars are just one of these gritty teams. They make it happen. They're going to be like, that team, kind of like the Giants. Um, one of these gritty teams that are just going to make it happen. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I think they could beat a Chargers team, which his whole, the sole identity is Justin Herbert. Yeah, and. Um, they can't run the ball. This is the playoffs, though. You got to run the ball. They got Austin Eckler, but Austin Eckler is a great running back, but he's known for catching the ball. He mm-hmm. does like 100 plus catches this year. Yeah, they got to be able to run the ball, um, and uh, I think the Jaguars can do that well. So enough about the Chargers and Jaguars. That leaves the Bengals and Bills in Buffalo. Um, I had the Bengals winning this game. Um, just looking back to how it looked early on in that game with the unfortunate situation with mm-hmm. Demar Hamlin, I think that we had control of that game. Um, looking back at it, I think that we were, again, it was only half a quarter, but we looked good. Bills looked good, but it just looked like we were finishing the drives more so um, than, than the Bills. And so I, I got the Bengals winning that game, um, making it to the AFC Championship again. And then Jaguars and Chiefs, <laughs> Jaguars just aren't good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, Chiefs are going to win this game. And I mean, again. yeah, Chiefs and Bengals again, AFC Championship game. Um, in Arrowhead, and uh, the Bengals winning again. And so this again, I go through this every single time I play the Chiefs. I get nervous because beating them three uh-huh. times in a row is hard. Beating four them time. four is even harder. But I've said this after beating them once, and twice, and twice, and then the third time. Yep. And so the reality is, I I think that we can square up with this. Well. 
bottom line, we can square up with this team. We can square up with anybody in uh, in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, I picked the Bengals to win the Super Bowl early in the year. I'm sticking with it. I think that we're a better team than I thought we'd be um, overall. I thought our offense was going to be better this year than it has been. Mm-hmm. I thought we were going to be one of the better offenses in the league. We have been semi, um, but definitely have some inconsistencies. But if we get it going – we can and will win this game if if we really get it going and play consistently. So that leaves uh, Bengals and 49ers for me. Wow. In the Super Bowl, you have the Bengals and Eagles. Yep. So, uh, I have the Bengals winning it. I'm sticking with them. Uh, Bengals winning it. I even picked a score, 24-20. I see it being a wow. bit of a slugfest. It's going to be tough to put up points. Um, 24 points seems like a decent bet, but I think it's a slugfest of 20 um, 24 points, and uh, our defense is going to have to come up big and hold that team to, to 20 points. Um, so that's how I have it. Have it going. All right. Uh, so I have the Bengals and Eagles. Uh, the thing I'm a little nervous about, if I'm putting the two teams against each other, are it's our secondary and your receiving core. I think that at times, I think Gannon, Jonathan Gannon, doesn't play. Our secondary, how they should, and you guys fully healthy. I know CJ. Oh, CJ Gardner Johnson's yeah. back, but we don't have um, uh, about Bradbury. Maddox. What about Bradbury? Bradbury's there. Yeah. Oh, he, was he injured? No. Am I it was, uh, um, Maybe it was just CJ. Avante Maddox. Okay. Avante Maddox, and I think your slot receiver Boyd would go off mm-hmm. on. At the moment, they have they had CJ Gardner Johnson playing the slot because he played slot when he was in with the saints and we have blanket chip in the back on the flip side though let me just play devil's advocate a little bit obviously uh-huh. i'm a Bengals fan but our corners are a weak spot right now jw woozy which by the way jw woozy's numbers are absurd i saw them today i was going to print them out crazy he played eight games this year i think he allowed under 50 percent completion percentage against him this year um crazy that didn't allow a touchdown mm-hmm. wow just tangent there but he's out torn acl not coming back mm-hmm. um we got wow. a rookie, um, Cameron Taylor Bit, Ta- Cam Taylor Britt on one side, got Eli Apple on the other. Um, against AJ Brown, Devontae Smith. Smith. Dallas Goddard. Well, Dallas Goddard, we have close. we have um, Trey Flowers. Trey Flowers is our you know, he's one of our corners, but he's six foot three, I think, and he mm-hmm. he's like a prototype of a corner that covers <laughs> tight ends. So I think I would I didn't be know that about uh a yeah, he tore his ACL in the Monday night game against Cleveland. Hmm. And we lost that game. Well, I'll go Eagles. Eagles win the Super Bowl. All right. So you're going Eagles. I'm going Bengals. Yep. Oh, yeah. D- did I say that? Yep, I said, you did. I said I'm picking the Bengals, right? Yep. Yeah, 24-20. Yeah, yep, yep. I'm just I'm excited for these playoffs. Yeah? Probably because mainly we actually have expectation now, which also I hate going into stuff with expectation because, you know, what happens yep. but anyway so let's go giants i'm hoping the giants can beat the vikings that's what i'm watching them. we week. lose to the freaking giants and the giants are on a roll oh dude yeah that would we'd be have to replay worst this. we'd have to replay this if that I love Joe Burrow. Um, <laughs> did you see his press conference at all? 
When? After this past week. Uh, after after we beat the Ravens. I think you told me. So, um, well, first of all, I think I told you about... Did I, did I tell oh, you? you didn't tell me about the Ravens. Nope. Okay. This is new. So, the coin flip, uh, or the, mm-hmm. the, the, the taunt, Joe Mixon's taunt, I just mm-hmm. want to point that out. He's going to get fined heavy for it. Um, but Joe Mixon scores a touchdown. What? Quarter, first quarter or something like that, second quarter. Okay. Scores a touchdown and goes, takes off his gloves and has a coin hitting in his <laughs> Flips the coin, hits the ground, and then he kicks it out of the stadium. Like, doesn't actually kick the coin, but fakes kicks it out of the stadium and leaves it there. It's like a taunt, you know, no, you know, trolling the NFL yep. um, for this stupid rule change, which we didn't get into. I'm not going to get into it all here. Mm-hmm. Um, bottom line is I think the rule change was terribly done. Um, I didn't. We talked about it in the recap a little bit, but at that point in time, I did not know that the NFL had a rule in place for canceled games. Mm. Um, I had said I didn't see a big problem with the situation, with the, the solution that they had. Um, and I didn't at the time. But after hearing that they had a rule in place and then changed it eight days before the playoffs, that's a big problem. Um, not just for the Bengals, but for the NFL yeah. because they can't just be changing rules like that. There's a reason why they change rules in the off season when there's no bias or anything like that. Um, you can't just be changing rules. Mm-hmm. And so... I loved Joe Mixon's taunt. Um, I was a complete troll on the NFL, <laughs> and I loved it. Um, he's going to get fined heavy. Chad Johnson said he's going to pay it for him. <laughs> so we'll see. He'll get fined. Uh, but Joe Burrow, after the game, um, he had talked about um, there was somebody that asked, you know, hey, how often do you think about championship window? You know, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, this team and the players that are on the team and you know you got a solid team now but eventually you're going to sign a big contract essentially is what they're getting at and you're not going to be able to keep all these players what do you think about that you know your championship window may be dying out and he simply responds with the bank our championship windows is my whole career (laughs) and i was like that's the dude right there that's my quarterback (laughs) loved it loved it oh man and so i was going to bring the sound i forgot to get it What's up, there? What's up, fellas? How's it going? What's up, there? I'm not too bad. How are you guys? Yeah, good. Um, have you ever wiped your butt with your left hand? No. Uh, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't really thought about it. Usually my phone's in my left hand. <laughs> wow, True. okay. That's a good point. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> that wouldn't end too well if I did. Yeah. Uh, the only reason why I asked because uh, they were talking to Jordan Malata about him switching over from potentially like a left tackle to right tackle if Lane Johnson can't play. He said it's basically like wiping. <laughs> <laughs> he says basically like wiping your butt with your opposite hand. That's awful. That's <laughs> yeah. terrible. Yeah. I never thought about it like that. Yeah, that's what he said. So he said it's not as easy as everybody thinks it is. So. Um, <laughs> Anyway, what is your what what's your thoughts on the Eagles going into the playoffs right now? Um, my thoughts. I would have definitely liked the Giants game to go a little better than what it did. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, defensively, you know, we didn't play awful, but it was like we couldn't 
it seemed like uh, we were getting dotted up a little bit, a little bit more than I would have liked by the second mm-hmm. string. Mm-hmm. Um, Agreed. We let Kenny Galladay get his uh, first touchdown of the season. Just sweet. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Our offense, Jalen Hurts looked very skittish mm-hmm. against them. Like, he'd throw and he'd, he'd kind of pull away in some of his passes. And it seemed like he was just not, he not wasn't, all there. Yeah, he wasn't himself. But I wonder if he, I mean, the goal is just not to get hurt in any way, right. shape, or form. That's that's sure. what I'm going off yeah. of just to give myself high hopes or just to give myself some hope because mm-hmm. I really hope he's not injured. Yeah, and that's I kind of I'd like to think it like that. Um you you would pull up a little bit short and stuff and obviously you don't want him to die. Um <laughs> but we got the job we got the job done. Too soon. Um but oh wow. Oh wow. <laughs> that's on me. Um <laughs> oh man you're good what you're happened? Good. i missed what happened there he said he said my bad that's on me uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but i don't know i i'm not as confident as i would like to be going into these playoffs Agreed. because we kind of sputtered out at the end of the season obviously with injuries and stuff it happens um i'm glad chauncey was back it was good to see him back Mm-hmm. For sure, um, but I don't know, dude. I just hate having the possibility of playing Tom Brady. Agreed. Again, <laughs> like I'd, I'd love to play him just so we can get revenge, but also play off Tom Brady. Yeah, I, you never know. I I have a question actually for both of you guys here. Um, are you a as a fan? Are you wanting your team to play the better teams to make it into this, into like the Super Bowl? Or are you okay playing the mediocre, not very good teams to make it in? Like, do you want to be that that team that, like, we went through a hard road to get there? Or just get there? Mm. I mean, because it's easy for me. I just want to get there. I don't care who, I mean, yeah, I don't care. Like, I don't play the crap teams and I get there. Does anybody remember us playing crap teams? No, they remember who played in the Super Bowl. No, yeah, I th- I, I don't think it matters as long as you make it there. I think if you had to choose one, though. I'd yeah. choose the hard way. You would? I mean, I would. Again, is it, is again. It because if you lose, you can say you lost to a good team? No, no, no. I'm saying if, 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 the, end, if the end of the, the, the story is that you make it to the Super Bowl no matter what. Oh. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I mean, if, if, it's, if it's like that, then yes. But if you had the opportunity, like right now, would you want to play the Jags or would you want to play the Bills? Definitely the Jaguars. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. Like, if you had yeah, to, you had choose, to choose, because there are yeah. people that like to be, I think we we should play the better teams to get in. I just wanted to know what where everybody stands. Like, yeah, I'd pl- I'd play the, the the worst teams if I had to choose. I think that's the point of the higher yeah. seeding. But yeah, agreed. Do you agree, Dan? I mean, yeah. If, if we uh, yeah, if that gives us a better chance to get a Super Bowl than ever said. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you can hate on not having a better path but all these teams are playoff caliber teams so i mean right you can't hate a whole lot yeah because they're they're all there for a reason at that point yeah mm-hmm. so, so how, how far do you think easier, right? yeah how far do you think the eagles are gonna go <sighs> i think 
I think yeah. the one thing about the Eagles is that they do have a they have a good roster. They have a great they have a really good roster. We do. I think if we see obviously anybody could say this, but if we see the Eagles we're supposed to see, I could see us going to the Super Bowl. But I think everybody being so like set like I hear all these announcers like, Oh, obviously the Eagles have a huge chance to go to the Super Bowl and that's who we expect to see. Huh. It's like, can you not? Do that? <laughs> yep. I the Eagles are underdog, underdog mentality team. Don't yep. let's not do that. But yep. I think for some reason I just I don't know the NF like the NFC Championship. I think we get to the NFC Championship. I think we win the second round. Hmm. But the Forty ers scare me. Yeah. Brock Purdy scares me. <laughs> like he's that dude more than. Any other quarterback, like I love him to death, but I would hate to play him mm. in their defense. Yep. Um, but I do think it'll be the Eagles and the 49ers in the NFC Championship. And I'm not entirely sure who comes out of that. Mm. Okay. You're the same with Brian? Yep. That's what I picked too. The 49ers defense is just insane. Yeah. Scary and good. And when they, they, wa- yeah, they walk out, their walkout with a big old boombox. Dude, that's. I did not see that. That's pretty sweet. They got the swagger, man. Yeah, they have that swagger. Yeah. The whole team, dude. They're tough, man. Uh, They're as tough as they come. But, yeah. Uh, If the Eagles play how they should, I could see us in the Super Bowl. That Mm -hmm. is, if we can stay healthy, if we can get. If Lane Johnson. If we can get Lane Johnson back, then I will be a million percent more confident about a Super Bowl run. But it just seems like the little things, like since Jack Driscoll's been right tackle, the sacks have come a lot, the pressures <laughs> have come a lot, mm-hmm. and it makes me not as confident going into the playoffs. But yep, if we can get a couple more key pieces back, then I think I think we'll we can make it for sure. So so Brandon and I, uh, well Brandon has the Bengals and Eagles going to the Super Bowl this year. And so we said that if that happens, he and I are going to Arizona, spending our life savings on a Super Bowl ticket. You in? I'm down. I'm already in college debt, so we might as well just add into it. Fair enough. Yeah, that sounds good. Sweet. Sweet. I was just looking at a, at a bracket before you guys called, and I was like, man, I was like, this the, the Bengals and the Eagles Super Bowl is very possible. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Like very possible. And the reality, is, the reality is we may never see that again. Like, what are the chances of that happening again? Because you guys, this is really a one-and-done year, honestly. Defensively, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, offensively we have, yeah. like, our team is okay offensively staying, quote-unquote. I mean, mainly we're losing Miles Sanders, um, potentially. Defensively, most of them are on one-year deals. So Yeah, we, we have to repay, like, 17 free agents this offseason. And... That's going to hurt. Yeah. That's rough. Especially with the contract we're going to have to give Jalen. Yep. And when's that? That scares me. When's, when's the contract you're going to pay Jalen? This is the last year of his rookie contract, if I'm not mistaken. Oof. Ouch. He's a second round so, pick, so there's no option. Right. He's going to get a bag. And obviously, he's worth it, but. Oh, yeah. man. So he's We're not going to be able agent. to keep. 
all these I listen to a bunch of stuff and it's like we're gonna have to give up either Chauncey or Darius Slay. We're gonna have to let them walk one of them because we can only pay a couple. Sweat. And then you got guys like Bradbury and Sweat, and it's yeah. If the, if we're gonna win, it'll be this year. This is the year to do it. This is our one and one. So at the end of this year, Hertz is a free agent. Total free agent, right? I think so. The Ravens should make I'm pretty sure, yes. The Ravens should make a run for him. Hmm. Boom. I'm not saying that might not that might not help you guys, obviously, but I'm just Sorry, we got the tenth pick this year in the draft. (laughs) Yeah. After a quarterback if we really wanted to, but do you guys sign Lamar? No. You don't want Lamar? No, I don't want Lamar. <laughs> He's fragile. He is. He's I'd, always injured. I'd take Lamar if he took less money. Would you take Lamar yeah. over Hertz? No. <laughs> Not even close. Not even close. Well, that's very Homer of me. Yeah. But, like, I don't... I'll be happy with either of them. For sure. Or, I agree. I think Jalen is the perfect mix of, like, your size, your arm, your your athletic what? ability he can run, but like Yeah. What a great I question. I don't really have much to back it up, but I mean yeah, and you like it. I mean Lamar Jackson has hurt a lot and Jalen Hurts has been fairly healthy throughout his career so far. Um I mean obviously he has the shoulder injury and whatnot, but that wasn't like Yeah. That was a nasty he's a thick, hit. He's a thick dude. Yeah. Yeah, but that, so, was a, that was a crazy. I mean, not a nasty hit necessarily, but the way that, that yeah, he fell on his shoulder. I'm yeah, surprised he, he could have been out for a lot longer. longer yeah. He could have so, easily broken his collarbone. Yeah, or right. It was when I saw it, I was like, oof. Right. I was like, and yep, and he just <laughs> laid there. I was like, crap. Yeah, I was like, ah, won't hurt. <laughs> and he stayed in and he played. I was like, wow, it wasn't that bad. And then he missed two games. Yeah, but, yep. <laughs> like, dang it. Well, yep. For so sure. you know, the only thing with like a guy like Lamar is I'm worried about is that he would look. He's obviously looking for like a long-term contract there, and quarterbacks. It's like if you sign him to eight or nine years or whatever, does he last that long? Like he's dominant for the first few years, of course. Yeah. Yep. But like with a, a quarterback with that kind of play style, they don't last as long as a guy like Tom Brady or yeah. Aaron Rodgers. And he said he wants sure. that fully con- uh, guaranteed fully contract guaranteed. as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I, I think you guys have to bring back Hertz, though. I mean, you guys just signed A.J. Brown in, what, five years? Yep. So Five year, 100 mil. And that's his guy. Four. And four so, year. Yeah, right. Four year, four year 100 mil. Four so, years, yeah. He's locked for another three, so. Yeah, you got to bring back yeah. Hertz to keep that guy happy. I mean, yep. And Devontae Smith soon going to need to get paid. Yep. Yeah, you got, mm-hmm. a lot, you got a lot of money flying around for sure, but. We got to do it this year, man. I know. Got to do it. We're going to. We're going to. Confidence. <laughs> Dare, how's your recovery going on your your knee? Um, it's slowly but surely. Um, actually, next week, I was told that I'm going to start jogging for the first time or whatever. We're going to start start putting a little more pressure on it and seeing how it how it works, how how uh, progress is coming. But all next week, I'm supposed to start jogging on it and and picking that up a little bit. So. And how long? That's, how long ago was it that you injured? Um, I heard it September tenth, okay. and got surgery October twelfth. So I'm just about three months. Hmm. Three months. Wow. Okay. So, gotcha. Slow process, but it's it's coming. Yep. 
And it looks like you'll be ready for start of next year then, training camp, or are you not sure yet? Um, hopefully. The the timeline, I'm told, is uh, nine to ten months, which would bring me just to the beginning of August, which is when camp would start. So hopefully I'm not missing much at all. Mm-hmm. But Lord willing, I'm ready for camp and for, for summer and stuff. So. Yep, yep. yep. Yes, sir. Who's your Super Bowl pick? <laughs> I also... Okay, I did also have... Oh I had the Bengals and the Chiefs going to AFC Championship. So I'm going to say... I have the Eagles winning, okay? Oh, okay. <laughs> I do, I do, I do. Um, so Eagles, Bengals, right? I do. Eagles, I think, Chiefs. I think. I think Eagles, Bengals. That's exactly what I said. I understand that. I know, but I promise you, before that—that that was my thought process before you said yeah. that. <laughs> I had Jamar on my fantasy team. I was okay. here for the Bengals a lot this year, so. Oh yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm not offended at all. Um, I, 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 I mean, you guys are definitely like the, I, I would say between you guys, the 49ers and the bills are arguably the most complete team in football, tough teams to beat. Some people are saying the Bengals are, by the way, which I don't know that I see that necessarily, but a you lot should. of people, a lot, the see, Bengals, they're one of the best teams in the league, best teams. Yeah. But complete top to bottom, complete teams in the league. What's what's the difference? I mean, you, don't have complete. Any, you don't have any gaps. There's there's no yeah. Like like look look down the roster of San Francisco and find weakness. Look Quarterback. At, look at Pittsburgh. No, but like yes, that's their weakness. But the that's guy is undefeated weakness. and he's throwing no interceptions. That's I what I mean. Not a, yeah. It's yeah. He's not a weakness. Yes, he's the weakest part, but he's not a weakness. Same thing with the Eagles. Like, yeah, what's the but weakest I don't part of the Eagles when they're healthy. When they're healthy, oh, that's tough. They don't have a they don't have a weak spot, right? Most complete team in football, in my opinion, is the Eagles. So I, I mean, again, yeah. like they're tough, they're a tough beat for sure. The thing is, is like, and again, I hate this, I bring this up a lot, but you guys are the Eagles. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> so, true. That's why you can't always <laughs> jump on their band, their their wagons. It's so I hate, annoying. I hate saying it because I love you guys, but it's real. Like you guys are the Eagles, and so yeah. That stuff mm-hmm. happens to you guys, and it's just again. I'm a Bengals fan. I I know a little bit of what this feels like. I'm you know I've had to deal with the Steelers my whole life um, of beating the Bengals and just never winning the games we're supposed to. And mm-hmm. it's the same thing you guys have to deal with. And so yep, I would mm-hmm. love to see the Darius Slade, Jamar Chase, Bradbury, T Higgins matchup in the Super Bowl. Well, Brandon For just sure. got done saying who's covering Boyd. That is true. Because um, unless Avad Ma- or Avante Maddox comes back, I mean, he they, there is a potential he could come back for a Super Bowl. There, they there is still potential for that. But I mean, and then I putting CJ the Gardner Johnson yeah. back where he belongs in safety, like, woo, come on. One weakness that the Eagles do have is Josiah Scott, who yes. replaced Avante yes. Maddox. Absolutely, that is our weakest. Can't do it. Can't yeah. do it. With he, him. Yes. Uh, CD Lamb torched us. 
we kept putting him on CD Lamb because <laughs> he was I on the inside. CD Lamb played on the slot. The slot hard, hard to watch it. Hey, but bat- we can get Yeah, we need him back. The best the best corners have got to be able to move to the slot though. Like, mm. in my opinion, that's one of the things I like about our like like we have a solid. Mike Hilton's a solid. He's one of the better slot corners in the league. Um, but our our outside corners are struggling right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, Cam Taylor Britt's playing well for a rookie, but Eli Apple's Eli Apple. I mean, not too long ago he just lost. You know, you know, I don't want to say lost to the Super Bowl, but yeah, kinda. I mean, <laughs> kinda lost us the Super Bowl with that crap. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, I, I don't know. But but again, the corners, those weak corners on the Bengals. I don't know how they keep up with Devonta Smith and AJ Brown. Those dudes are. Especially AJ Brown, sure. that dude's a freak. Yeah, he is. Please stay healthy. I, I think I would, I'd like our D line over the Bengals O line in that. If we did, I think we could get pressure early, and that would definitely help. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess we'll have to see. That's I'm the one. Talking con- like the Eagles are already there. I know. I hate th- this talk. Is really yeah. That's the one. That's the one concern that I have about the Bengals heading into the playoffs is their offensive line. Um, and I wouldn't have said this before, but you know, Lau Collins is out. You know, he's, he's done for the year. Um, and uh, Alex Kappa just got hurt. We still don't have a report on what what's going on with him. Hmm. Um, and so we're, we're not looking healthy going into, um, you know, our right side is essentially our right side from last year outside with the exception of Riley Reef. Um, and so that, that, that part's worrying me. But uh, outside of who is it, Tom Brady and then there's one other quarterback, I think it might be Herbert. Burrow's getting the fastest, the ball out fastest than any other quarterback in the league, and so I'm confident in that. But I just mm-hmm. don't know with that offensive line that that worries me. But again, we made a run to the Super Bowl without an offensive. It's true. Essentially, a bunch of high schoolers. Yep. Offensive line last year, so we'll we'll see. Truth. Well, hey, I th- just think the the path that the Eagles like that the Eagles have are the two teams that I would hate to lose to the most. Like if the Bucks win, <laughs> and we lose Tom Brady again. That would make me very mad. And if the Cowboys win, and somehow they win, and then they beat us, that would be a nightmare. <laughs> Any of these other teams, if we had to lose, I'd love to lose to them. But we definitely have. I don't know, man. I uh, go birds. I don't have the uh, Eagles going to the Super Bowl. Guess who I have them losing to? Tom Brady. No, I have them losing to the Cowboys. I do. I yeah, the do. Going to NFC Championship. I I do. Um, it it was hard, but I uh, the, the my reasoning is the, the both teams are not going in with momentum right now, but I think that Dallas can beat this Tampa Bay team. Um, again, I always pick against Tom Brady. I'm always wrong. So what what I'm predicting is different than what will happen. What will happen is Tom Brady's going to win this game, uh, but I'm predicting. That uh, <laughs> that the the Cowboys win this game, and then therefore they go into Philly with momentum um, against an offensive line, or possibly without Lane Johnson, or if Lane Johnson's there injured with Michael Parsons there, who's an All Pro, could really blow up that that team. Um, and I just I just think you know the Cowboys are healthy. They almost beat uh, or they beat the Eagles with their uh, with the Eagles backup quarterback, and they almost beat them while the Cowboys had their backup quarterback. And so, but you could say the same thing for yep. the Eagles, um, but in the same respect, now it's a fully healthy game with both starting quarterbacks. 
I just would not be shocked um, if the Cowboys won that game, especially because they have the momentum on their side if they beat Tampa. If they don't beat Tampa, obviously not in conversation. Now we're talking about the Giants, and I think you guys easily win that game against the Giants. But um, If the well, Giants beat the Vikings. I guess, yeah, Giants, yeah, I'm assuming. I guess Giants beat the Vikings. But anyway. but I do. The Cowboys do. They, I mean, they have a very good team, and I think it just depends on how Dak shows up. Because if he shows up, like, their team is scary. And I'll be the first one to say that, but if Dak plays like he did against Washington this past weekend, then it's like, it just depends on if Dak plays bipolar or not. But if Dak comes out and plays like Dak can play, then they're definitely, they can easily make a run as well. I think think the biggest thing with the Cowboys that goes in their direction is that they can run the ball. And the Eagles can too. So again, you can say the same thing about the Eagles, but the Eagles can really run, or the Cowboys can really run the ball well. It's whether or not they're going to game plan for it or not. That's what beats them. Mm-hmm. So they cannot put the ball in Dak Prescott's hand and expect him to win the games. If they do that, they will not go mm-hmm. far. They may not even beat the Buccaneers. But if they go out and they run the ball and they allow their running backs to do the damage, I think that they can mm-hmm. make a run at the NFC, NFC Championship, like I predicted. So we'll see. Especially with Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard is a scary guy. Yes, he is. He can cookie running or cookie passing so yep agreed all right there hey thanks for join, joining us today thanks for having me on appreciate it yep we'll see you see you man take care yep see you guys bye bye Thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of Coming Off the Bench. Uh, we are in the swing of the playoffs, which is exciting. Good time of year. Yes, it is. Both team, both of our teams are in. Uh, so this week's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I enjoy watching Wild Card Weekend. Um, also, because my team's not in it, that also helps, too. Um, but just watching the games. Yep. NFL playoffs are fun. Any, so. any playoffs, especially NFL, though. Yep. Um, some of the best playoffs in sports. Yeah, first. Good round of games, I think. Mm-hmm. First round, so we'll be sending out another episode after the playoffs, after the first round. Yes, sir. We'll see you guys. Thank you. Thank you.